everybody, and welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2, No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes, Water Cooler Commentary for Your Sports Needs. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Akash Singh. Of course, Kaz is late. We got Alex Media in the building. Ed and not here. Ed and in Mexico. Doing some shit on mole. I just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Adam and Eve. Okay? AdamandEve.com, your one-stop shop for all your sexual desires on the internet. That's right. All right? If you want to get some condoms, get some lube, get some sex toys, get some videos, whatever you need, you don't have to go to a store in person. You just go to AdamandEve.com. You order that up, and you can use our special uh, offer code FLAGRANT, F-L-A-G-R-A-N-T, FLAGRANT, at checkout, and you get some free stuff. That's right. Free stuff to spice up your bedroom. Select almost any one item at 50% off. And then Adam and Eve is going to load on the free stuff. Enter the offer code flagrant and you get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him. A special gift for her. And a third item that you'll both enjoy. And six spicy movies. Look at all that free stuff. That's flagrant. Go do that. Now this episode of Flagrant 2 is also brought to you by NBA 2K20. This isn't a game. This is the place the game comes to learn. That's right. With next-level graphics, gameplay, player control, and customization, NBA 2K20 continues to redefine what's possible in sports gaming. All right? Plus, with its immersive open-world neighborhood, 2K20 is a platform for players to come together and create what's next in culture. It also creates lateness for podcast hopes. Hosts, most likely. Hosts, I wanted to say. Butchered my own joke. Play NBA 2K20 today. That's NBA 2K20. Welcome to What's Next. Let's get into the show. As we do on Brilliant Idiots, we have church announcements. We have some church announcements here on a podcast. Absolutely. Um... The tour, the Matador tour continues. Uh, obviously, uh, Alex and I are just getting back from Russia. We got back yesterday. We'll talk about that later on a podcast. But right now, Matador tour continues. We got Australia coming up next week. Um, flying out there. Very excited. Doing Perth, uh, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney. Uh, I think another place. We're just going all over the country, man. It is so fucking cool that we get the opportunity to do this. Shows have been selling out. We've been adding more shows. So if you weren't able to get tickets for the first show, make sure you go now and get them. TheAndrewSchultz.com. This is going to be the only time I'm performing Matador Tour in Australia. So this is your, you know, one chance to go catch this specific tour. Um... Yeah, I'm stoked about that. And then uh, also New York show sold out. That's amazing. I got some ideas about what we're going to do with that. But uh, I think Boston show is sold out. Might be a couple tickets. Um, Seattle show is almost sold out. Um, get on that right now. Go to theandrewschultz.com. I think Sacramento's almost sold out. Go to theandrewschultz.com right now. Get your tickets. I hate to tell you this every single week, but... Every time I come into a market and the shows sell out, people are upset. Like, I didn't fucking warn you every single week to go get the tickets ahead of time for months. So go to theandrewshows.com right now, look at your city, and then buy the ticket for that show. And just then you won't mark, miss it out. Book a mark his webpage and just check That's once it. a week. Just check it out. Coming to your city. He's That's it. Adding We're shows. adding new shows all the time. So that's me, Akash. Speaking of adding shows... Oh, shit. I'm going to be... Well, first, let me tell you, this th- uh, this Thursday, I'm in San Francisco at Piano Fight. Two shows, 8 o'clock and 
the 19th of September, I will be in L.A. in the Comedy Store Belly Room at 8 p.m. Very excited about that show. The next day, I'm in Portland at Curious Comedy at 7.30 p.m. Uh, Minneapolis, uh, October 11th. Sisyphus Brewing, two shows, 8 and 10.30. We just added The Independent in Detroit, October 12th. Uh, Showtime TV TBD I will let you guys know exactly when we just uh, locked this down and then September 7th through September 9th San Diego I'm at the American Comedy Club get tickets at my website AkashSingh.com shouts to everybody who came to the Big Daisy Energy Tour kickoff in Texas it was so go? fucking dope it was cool we got the greatest fans on earth even like the openers the feature the headliner everybody was like your fans are incredible yep they just get it, dude. They're there to laugh. They're there to have fun. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just the best. Here he is. Look who who came to join us. How you doing? Yo, I got a latte sitting here that I bought for you. This shit is melted. Oh, love that. It's okay. We're not gonna give any attention to this. So, uh, uh, so continue, Akash. Just the best shows, man. Everybody is, was hyped to be there. We sold out. Uh, the first show in Austin. Second show was super dope, like a Sunday crowd. Great Sunday crowd that was with it. Where was where was the uh, where was the show in Austin? Uh, the Fallout Theater. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're booking our own spaces out right now. That's great. Keep taping and building. But you're also doing clubs too now. We're doing clubs too. We're getting some clubs too. Yeah. Shouts to TJ Mark Walter. Good, good. Uh, Shouts to TJ. Yeah, he told me that you guys were cooking up some shit, so that's yeah, good. Yeah. But uh, keep on supporting Akash, man. Fun, man. Um, the shooters in every city. So San Fran, holler at me if you got to, if you're shooting and you want a shot. Reach out. Yep. Reach out. Uh, I got. Oh, keep going. Keep going. You got yeah, some more to go. That's it. That's the dates for now. But uh, but big. What is it? It's AkashSing.com. Big DC Energy Tour. Make sure you support that. And uh, yeah, I love the feedback. I love people posting. I love the pics and everything like that. Yeah, I see that you're great. doing it. This great. Um, and keep posting. Posting all the clips, get that going. I, I think this is is definitely making some moves. Uh, it's Tuesday today, so I want to give an announcement to um, to Bill Burr. Bill Burr's special is dropping oh, today. We're recording this Monday, but this is coming out Tuesday. And Bill Burr's special. And listen, you know, there's he's one of the living goats, man. And I've seen some of the material. He's really going for it. And I mean, if you thought that Chappelle's was flagrant. <laughs> Buckle up, you know what I mean? Like, because Chappelle don't touch Burr's flagrancy. Chappelle is bigger; he's more famous. So I think, like, when he says something flagrant, it 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 touches more people. So it seems like a bigger deal, and that will be consistent with this special. But when you want to talk about just a seriously flagrant opinion, less fucks to give. Oh man! Shot at Chappelle. That is a big up to Burr. No, no, it's yeah, it's not a shot at either one. I, I, yeah. It's just yeah. Fucking, no, know, no, he's just a he wild motherfucking care, boy, dude. and he operates on his own island. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, Burr, and similar to similar to how Chappelle is, you know how how we operate as well, which is essentially like. Burr sells tickets. That's what pays for shit. Yeah. You know, he'll do a cartoon for Netflix or he'll do like a spot on a show, Breaking Bad, but that's not paying the bills. That's because like the dream when you're, I guess, maybe younger is to do one of these shows. Yeah. What pays the bills is doing these fucking arenas Filling and theaters, the filling a house. And um, it's it was really cool to accompany his special that's coming out. Did you guys see what he was putting out? No. So it dropped today. It's a uh, three-part vlog series of the different cities that he went to <laughs> in uh, 
in Europe as he went on a tour. I was showing Alex. I showed you Alex. You know what I mean? So I just want to point out, you know, to all the haters that said that we had any influence on the goats. You know, I said that we were influential in like, you know, what 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 comedy was right now when Chappelle came out. And I, some people who didn't get it gave me a little pushback. You know what I mean? But now I want you to show when you have the other goat Bill out there right now. You're doing a vlog series. I mean, like, you know, what what do we have? What we have with views? That's it. That's all. I mean, it's so. All these jokes about trainers are so crazy. Just watch views from the sis. You know what I mean? It's just, just, just not. It's not big deal. All I'm saying, look. Talk your shit, kings. That's all I'm trying to say is this is and and I and I realized this shit early is that don't get me wrong. So so many of y'all know what's going on and y'all support it and y'all ride. And I understand there's few that don't. And I don't say this to like push it in your face or anything like that. But what I'm trying to say is like. Everybody's crazy until they have a following. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when when you're the first to like say something, you're crazy until other people believe it. And then if enough people believe it, you're not crazy no more. It's like that is the truth. Right? Yeah. And it's just like right now clearly we're at the bare minimum people are paying attention. Oh no, 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 no. Bit out even bare minimum. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. maximum people are paying attention. That's maximum. Bare minimum, the barest of minimums, is we're doing it first. You're first to market. That's it. Bare minimum, we're first to market. That's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Can't say that. Bare minimum. Maximum, people are paying attention. And either way, I'm just grateful that that we can be pushing this comedy thing in the right direction because comedy is in such a fucking amazing place right now with, you know, you know right, Chappelle, thing, Burr, all that. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to you guys and the, and the content you're pushing out, mm-hmm. is that, like, you're going to get pushback. From people that don't want to admit that you were kind of first to market. Oh, That's sure. Anything. Sure. Comedy doesn't matter if it's fucking sneaker designs. Sure. Like the first person sees it, like, oh, he's arrogant. Oh, he's doing this. Oh, he's doing and that. I'm one of them that does it. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Kobe put out them fucking low tops mm-hmm. back in the day, and I was like, "You wouldn't catch me dead wearing basketball low tops." And now I'm wearing these fucking he was the first low to do tops it. right now. I would never play basketball in them, but you know, but that's just me. I'll take a little late. Man, I, we're all get boom. <laughs> so we're all guilty of this that's shit. Crazy. Listen, we're all guilty of this. So it's natural. So I don't resent any of it. All I want to do is keep on pushing. Dope fucking content out, man, and like, hell yeah! I was just on the phone earlier today with the the stand up guy at YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm trying to implement changes in YouTube to make it even more friendly for stand up comics. Mm. Oh, like, how so? I want ticketing directly on the YouTube page. The, I want the ticketing directly on the video. Oh. So if you're watching my video in Russia and I got a show in Russia, it could pop up. I want you to watch. Now they have that for musicians. Yes, they do. So I'm like. What's good? Like, have it for us because if I'm getting all these views and people that watch it don't even know that I'm in their city, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So we're, I'm trying to implement these little things that's going on, and it's just cool to be in a position where we're in the wild west of our industry as it's changing and to have enough influence, like, where you actually get to make change. And they value your change. We're like, where the fucking YouTube people are are calling me like, so what should we do? <laughs> like the biggest platform in the fucking world for video is it's calling wild. us and they're going, hey, That's so wild. what ideas do you guys have? <laughs> That's no you know shit. How fucking crazy that no is. Shit, it's just yo. so fucking crazy, bro. It's just beginning. It's just, just beginning. Imagine HBO 
in the 90s called you up and they're like, so how can we do stand-up specials better? <laughs> Incredible. That's what's Incredible. going on. It's fucking nuts. Uh, anyway, cool, cool things. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, to, to yeah, yeah. push a point you were saying earlier, I'm not going to say who. I could put you out like that. But Andrew was having a conversation with a very famous uh, musician, and he said the exact same thing Andrew's been saying, which are comics are the new rappers. Oh, yeah, man. It is true, Tell man. You can't put a little video yeah, out there. Gonna, it's going to come out. Fuck it was. Nah, it's going to come out. This ain't Patreon. You are, well, I'll say it Wednesday, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I hear you. I, I mean, this is... But it's going to come out. This, uh, Yeah. When we talk about Russia later, I'll... I'll, I'll We'll get into that exactly, but comedy is the new hip hop. I've been saying this for a while. Mm. You know, I, I've been, and when I, we'll get into it when we start talking about Russia. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I just well, want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting this crowd work specials at like. Yes, you know who it was. You showed up on time, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Damn, crowd special. Is that such a city first world experience today that I can't even? Nobody cares. I can't even tell nobody you cares. why I got nobody mad. Nobody cares. Bro. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> the last thing anybody People cares care, about is why you're late. Nobody cares about it. Zero people. When you're care. late, nobody no, no, cares. No, no. I don't care. Akash doesn't care, and 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 Alex doesn't care. Nobody listen cares. So uh, <laughs> right, we do not care why you're late. We just care if you're here, and then that's fine. But we're not going to give any more attention to it. You know what I mean? So look, uh, the reality is, uh, okay. crowd work special. Over 700,000 views. It's fucking unreal that y'all have been doing this. And thank you so much, man. And, um, yeah, it's just crazy. I just want to say a huge thank you for all that, everybody involved. And uh, let's start the show because we got some spicy shit going on this week in the sports world, guys. Very. It's like finally we get to open up with some very spicy sports It's finally sports time. the best thing about fall, bro. It's the best thing about fall. Actual sports that matter. Oh, man. We get to talk about. David Wind, a comedian, Uh, hilarious comedian from uh, San Francisco area. He's not from San Francisco proper, but from San Francisco area. He always opens up for me when, uh, when, when I'm out there. And he had this... He had this hilarious tweet. He did I hope I jokes. don't butcher it. He, yeah, he did episode inside jokes. And um, I hope I don't butcher this tweet. But it is, um, it goes, uh, it goes, girlfriends must be so happy now um, that they're getting ignored for football instead of baseball. Or something. <laughs> I'm not really butchered I think the, I saw the tweet. I butchered yeah. the yeah, fucking yeah, word, yeah. but it was just so great. It's like, at least there's a sport worth yeah. getting ignored for. Like, if you ignore your girl for baseball, you don't like your girl. Yeah. Nah, you're you just sociopath. don't like her. Yeah, yeah. You don't like your girlfriend. Yeah, you're a monster. I mean, and, yeah. even, and even if it is baseball, like, right now is, like, the perfect time of baseball. Like, the games kind of matter. Playoffs. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to watch, like, those first, like, six months where nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Like, get me to September, October, Yo, the game's coming. You know how boring baseball is? It's more boring than your girlfriend. (laughs) Your girlfriend's story is more is more interesting, exciting, scintillating. Sit on the edge of your seat than any baseball game. You know what's crazy? A baseball game is longer than your girlfriend's stories. How fucking crazy is that? Think about the similarities between baseball and the girlfriend stories, right? It's like uh, when your girlfriend tells a story and it tries to be funny in it, swing and a miss, right? (laughs) (laughs) Baseball, the entire game is swing and a miss. That's the entire <laughs> game. Know? And maybe a few times, randomly, there's a connection. And the same with the girl's story. You're like, that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> that happened? You constructed that? You put that together? This is remarkable, babe. I mean, that's exactly why we're all better boyfriends in the summertime. We listen more. They're, they're wearing less me. clothes and shit. Like, Give yeah. Rolls. As soon as it's fall, I'm like, nah, fuck that. 2K's out. <laughs> Football. So, 2K's a game changer. Bro. Relationships on the rocks. Listen. <laughs> I told my girl, I'm like, get me 2K is like getting me flowers. Like, I'm never going to ask yeah. for flowers. I'm never going to ask for chocolates. But if you bring me 2K, yeah, yeah. I get it for free. But just the fact that you go out the way to yeah. to bring it to me, 
Only difference is flowers don't wilt, or like flowers do wilt. <laughs> you know, like 2K just stays fresh. It gets better 2K, with 2K, you can play with wilt. With 2K, 2K, you putting up 100 with wilt. Yeah. Dude, so it's a it's a it's a shitty time to be a girlfriend right now, but uh, <laughs> but be so strong, football, be yeah, strong. Be strong. Be football right. season is back. We have obviously the most. You think uh, that's why uh, they keep football season in the winter? Because that's cuffing season. They're like, well, you got to do this bitch for three months anyway. Yeah. I might as <laughs> well give you some company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody got to bring me water. Great <laughs> 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 Sundays, man. So, um, the uh, I honestly I, I was thinking about this today like why we invented hickeys okay because you can watch the game while pretending to be affection with your girlfriend <laughs> like like she leans towards you on the couch and then imagine this is your girl's face if i kiss her like this i can't watch the game but if i'm like she thinks I'm digging in. She thinks I'm really with it. She a thinks I'm all it. about her neck, but no. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she has a cancerous growth. Oh, God. Anyway, so AB. AB. AB has a, uh, a very <sighs> interesting week. Mm. Um, and. For those of you guys who don't know, Adrian, uh, Adrian, a- oh Antonio, Brown. Antonio Brown. I was almost thinking Adrian, <laughs> Adrian Broner, Broner, the boxer, yeah. AB. Which would I make can- sense if he was doing this shit. Yeah, he was acting a lot more like <laughs> yeah. AB. Yeah. Uh, so Antonio Brown um, ba- basically went to uh, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, he you know, caused a, a st- quite the stir with Pittsburgh, uh, forced their trade, uh, goes to the Oakland Raiders, and forces them to release him and now he ends up on the Patriots and he caused quite a stir um with the Raiders. Yeah. Uh calling the I mean let's start at the beginning of it. The beginning was the helmet. No, no. Beginning was the feet, the cryogenic. Oh, you right. <laughs> You're right. He went into a cryogenic chamber mm-hmm. and no flip-flops. No flip-flops, <laughs> nothing. And he basically ice froze his feet. Yes. So he got like frostbite on the bottom of his feet. Mm-hmm. Recovers from that causes this huge stink about his helmet. He wants mm-hmm. to use the old helmet. The NFL has brought new helmets that would hopefully protect their players a little bit better. Mm-hmm. He didn't want that protection. And uh, somewhat understandable, he's used to something. He doesn't want to change. You're like, okay, that's kind of reasonable. To provide proper context, Larry yes. Fitzgerald still uses the same helmet from way back when. Why so is he allowed like, to? Because same team, same helmet. Like he doesn't need to. He hasn't needed to change the equipment for anything. So, But once you change a new team, you're allowed to... Well, they, he doesn't have... That same Steelers helmet anymore. Like you got to get new designs and all that type of shit. So like <laughs> when they send all the new equipment, he's like, "No, nah, I'll just keep my nah, old." No, because shit. Tom like, Brady had to change his. Well, he's had to, but like, life for Gerald simply hasn't had to. Like if you watch the game, he's still wearing the same fucking. Old it could be a different model shit. though. Maybe, maybe, so but it's, it's a certain it's model the, is not approved. If you look at the back of it, it's not the same fucking like curved up shit behind yeah. the. Okay, it's an old. It's probably an old helmet that's not that's been approved. Right, basically. Okay. Uh, so he caused a big stink with the helmet, mm-hmm. right? Um, threatens to retire. Threatens to retire. Then I ends up working stuff out with the organization. Then gets in a dust up with Mike the, Mayock, the GM, the GM, because they want to find him for and all the, the time owner. he's missed. Probably the owner too. No, he got into a dust up with the owner. He called the owner a cracker. Oh, I thought that was Mayock. No, I thought he, he called, called Mayock. A okay, he called the GM a cracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, he called the GM of the, of the team a cracker, Mike Mayock, uh, and then. 
even after that, he wasn't released. They actually said he apologized publicly and that he was going to play on Monday. That mm-hmm. was the statement. Yeah. A very emotional apology is what Gruden said. Emotional apology to the team. Heartfelt. Leaders of the team were there, etc. cetera. Uh, turns out that next Monday he's actually, or that next day he was actually released. Yes. Um, and people. Oh, don't forget the Instagram video that he put oh, up. Oh, yeah. What's with the, the Instagram with the video? Audio. So he had they, an Instagram so he records, video. Yeah. He re, yeah, he sorry, he recorded a phone call between him and John Bruden, John Gruden. Okay. Where John Gruden is being supported for the most part. He's like, yeah. "AB, I I know you. I know you love football. I think you're one of the most misunderstood people on earth. We want you to come back." And then it cuts to him John Gruden like, "Can we just cut this shit and play football, man?" Yeah. "AB, what's going on? Just can you come play football for us?" And then he records that phone call and puts it over uh, or under a montage of him training in black and white. <laughs> to be fair, it looked these... fire. It was fire. <laughs> it looked, looked like a Nike commercial. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm about to buy some shit. But it also didn't <laughs> really make me understand him any better. Yeah, right. And he said, I don't know, AB has his side, I guess, or whatever. And that's just illegal, I'm pretty sure, because he recorded without consent California. Well, today, uh, the dude who made that video. The videographer said. Videographer. He was on, um, what's the guy, Lebitard show. Okay. And he was saying, like, uh, John Gruden approved it. Like, he, he let him use the audio. Like, has written and all that shit. So this is all Oh, he has it written? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, didn't necessarily believe the videographer just off his word, but if he got it written, he's got it written. I, mean, he's, I don't know why Gruden would approve that. Well, he's the videographer. He's not going to get sued for using illegal <laughs> audio. So, like, I'm going to take him for his word if he said that it's illegal. So. I believe the videographer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then uh, he gets released. Yeah. And after, immediately everybody is saying the Steelers are, I mean, sorry, the Patriots are going to get this guy. Mm. Bill Belichick's going to get him. Sure enough, Bill Belichick signs him, one year deal, $9 million guaranteed. $15 uh, million with the incentives. $15 million with incentives. And everybody assumes this, the Patriots have it locked up and they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't know that they will. Regardless of whether they are or whether or not, let's get back to the antics. Yes, okay. the antics. <laughs> this is not AB's fault. This is not Antonio Brown's fault that he has to do all this. You know whose fault it is. Well, I'll make my point. You can you 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 do yours yeah. after. But my here's the deal. Is like the question is why does he have to do all this? Why does he have to be like this? Why does he like to act like why does he have to act like this? And it's unfortunately this is what you need to do to get released from your team. Now, this is the NFL. This is the hardest league in the world to get released from your team. You can knock out your wife and drag her through a hotel. The team can watch the video. As long as no one else watches it, you don't get released from your team. Mm -hmm. So Antonio Brown's like, should I knock out my wife? (laughs) No, I don't want to do that. You can kick a woman in a hotel. As long as you apologize in an ESPN interview, you'll be back. Maybe a year off or something like that, but you'll be back. I don't want to take the year off, so I don't want to kick a woman in a hotel. You can shoot up a strip club, right? As long as no strippers get killed. How long did what's-his-face do the cornerback that plays for the Broncos? Akeem uh, Tlaib. Akeem Tlaib. Well, did he even get a suspension? I don't think he missed a Maybe game. a game. Maybe yeah. maybe not. Do you know what I mean? You can uh, shoot yourself in the leg. You can shoot yourself <laughs> in the leg, and as soon as you get out of prison, you're back on a team. It is nearly impossible to get released by your team. So, A.B. had to do... I mean, I think it was probably even shocking to him. I think AB is going, what the fuck do I have to do? I burnt my feet. I need those to run, right? I'm still on the team. Too. Okay. I don't want to use I don't want to use your helmet. I'm gonna paint my own helmet. You're gonna let me do that? All right, fine. What do I have to call the jam a cracker? What do I have to do to get kicked off this fucking team? You still will let me be on the team? What do I have to fucking do? 
Do I have to punt one of your kids? What do I have to do to get kicked off this fucking team? And finally, I guess something happened. And don't get me wrong. Something else happened. We don't know what happened, but something else happened. What do you mean? You don't go from he apologized, everybody's okay, and we want to go to mm. we're releasing him. Well, he, well here's, here's, here's what also happened. I, I don't know. This This is what my understanding is. First of all, real quick to your point, um, I think he had to approve of getting traded to the Raiders and then signed a new deal with them, and then all his guaranteed money was voided right. because of his antics. And then also, I think everybody got released. Like Kareem Hunt kicked the bitch, got released. But he's back. But he, yeah, but he got so released by up. his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plaxico, I think, got released by the Giants. That's what I'm saying. Hakeem He's like, Tlaib got released by the Broncos. No, so no, no, no. If I'm, you just want to get released by your team, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: I don't want to kick a lady. <laughs> That's how I get oh, released. Saying, okay, I don't want to kick a lady. Okay. right. Well, so the, the, I, I don't want to knock out my girl. So my here, yeah. but here's what I'm saying: you didn't want to play for the Steelers, so you forced a trade to the Raiders, which yeah. you said you were cool with, and then you want to get off the Raiders, so you gave up. All your guaranteed money. What do you want? If you want to be on a good team and make money, stay with the Steelers. Right. If you just want to make money, stay with the Raiders. I think that, and this is my my theory on him, I think when you're a competitor and you know you're not going to win and you have a limited window to win, it drives you a little crazy. Mm. And I think he went to the Raiders and he, he kind of surveyed the surroundings and saw what type of team they had and then he went, Oh, they're not good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I 100% oh, could believe that. Yeah. I just don't understand then why you what you did at Pittsburgh. Well, because he realized, oh, they're not good. <laughs> We're not going to make it. Like, we yeah. have an amazing receiving core. Yeah. We have this new kid who I'm actually threatened by, but he's good. Zuzu. We have yeah, we have Bryant mm-hmm. and we have me, and we still can't win. The defense is solid. We still aren't going to do it. Fuck it. I'm out of here. Okay, the Raiders might have some hope. We got a little situation here. We got a coach that people said were good. Maybe she did last season, but maybe they're rebuilding. Maybe they'll draft well. Gets in a training camp. Oh, they can't guard me for... If they can't guard me at all, mm. I'm not the only me. We getting cooked. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's two things we're, we're missing here, right? So, to your point... Antonio Brown, the Patriots went after Antonio Brown immediately, like right when he when he the Steelers wanted they to get had, rid of him. Yeah, apparently they talked before, and they were like, "No, we're not se- we're not sending you to a rival." So they sent him to the Raiders, and he approved it, and he was like, "Yeah, we'll get you the guaranteed money, all this other shit." So he's like, "All right, great." Mm-hmm. The one thing that you said that something else happened, something must happen, was they pulled his guaranteed money. Like they had the whole big shebang, and they were like, "Oh, okay, you know, we're good, everything's all right, whatever, whatever." The next day, Mayock's like, "Yeah, um, you know." There was a, some fucking fine print that basically said, because of this fine, your guaranteed money is like. But that's null and probably void. not fine print. So now you're playing game by. You're basically playing game by game now. And then he said what? Oh. Then he, that's and he said, he I'm not playing. He's said, like, like, I'm not playing. Me. Release you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the Instagram post. He said, yeah. release me. Now, Akash is about to make a point that I agree with, but go on. Oh, I, my point was just, that's not fine print. Yes. You know that going in. Yeah. Like, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, we don't know, but everybody that I've listened to in Dallas is like, he definitely has some kind of behavioral clause. Mm-hmm. Des Bryant had like fucking... Uh, security around him at all oh, times. Sure. He had behavioral things. He had. If you're Antonio Bryant and you're getting signed to a team for big money, they're gonna say, "Hey, if you fuck around and try this shit you did in Pittsburgh, oh, yeah. we're avoiding all this thirty oh, yeah. million." Conduct detrimental to the team. That is yeah. so. It's so far and far and so, loud. They're like, "All right, well, he knew he was doing this he, the whole time." We can. He we sat can down there with Drew Rosenhaus, which is his agent, right? Yeah. And the he's goat, a, Drew Joe, and he was basically like, "Yo, how do I get the fuck out of here?" This team sucks. I don't want to play here. Drew's like, listen, 
make a big stink about a few things, they'll probably release you. And they just wouldn't fucking release. It was amazing. It was like, he had to be laughing to himself. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that video where he's running around, they finally released me, they finally released me. That's not because he didn't want to be in Oakland. That's because like, how much shit do I need to do (laughs) to fucking get released? Like, he called the GM a cracker. I wanted to know what was next on the list. (laughs) <laughs> like he called, listen, release. he called the GM a cracker yeah. and then went to go play for another cracker. <laughs> a <laughs> a cracker. Cracker is more crackers. crackery cracker. There is nothing more cracker. The saltiest <laughs> of crackers. You know how the saltines got salted on one side? The whole cracker salted. Both sides salted. This is a motherfucker. Everything bagel you went to go play for. Son. Oh, man, there's not more crackery than the New England Patriots. So, <laughs> that entire organization. Now, I, I will be honest. People go, will AB be able to play for the Patriots? I actually think that AB is quite childish, mm-hmm. and I think he has a childlike anxiety that comes from a lack of structure. And I think AB had that structure. Yes. Yeah. And I think AB had that structure with Tomlin, and yeah. then he realized at some point that. On some level, Tomlin was an illusion. And I think that he had this, there was like severity and seriousness. Mm -hmm. And then some sort of crack in the system happened. I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was Tomlin signing with Ben. Maybe it was, yeah, maybe. But at some point, at some point, AB realized two things. One, I can complain. And two, I can complain without consequence. Mm. And for a guy who's childish, that induces the most anxiety. Yeah. And when he went to the Raiders and found out he could get away with even more yeah. than he could get away with Pittsburgh, the anxiety blossomed even more. And now he's going to a place which is undeniably the most structured and severe and serious place on the planet, mm-hmm. almost to the point where it could reduce some of his joy from playing, but he'll have no anxiety. I mean, what what was the guy the the, the Hernandez? Aaron Hernandez. No, uh, no, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, murderer. Murder? Like a murderer yeah, yeah, yeah. found <laughs> calm. Yeah, playing for the Patriots. Like <laughs> think about what the Patriots offer you. It's yeah. like in the same way the army can take a fucking drug addict, like nonsense nincompoop guy from the street and turn him into like a respectable upstanding citizen, upstanding citizen, citizen within <laughs> yeah. the structure mm-hmm. of the army, like. The Patriots provide that. I would not be surprised. I mean, look how well Josh Gordon played. It's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work for Josh, and it's going to work for him. (laughs) The most suspended motherfucker in the history of the league finally gets it together, comes back. and Game one. Game one. (laughs) In the best shape of his life. You seen him? So, I, dude, I, thought, I thought he was a tight end. Duh. When he caught that first, did you see the, the oh, first? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. watched the game. Yeah. He fucking tossed one of those he fucking catches it. If this was the most important. He catches it on the leap, yeah. right? Catches on the leap, gets some contact on the leap, and then plants off the leap. <laughs> did you? Like, that yeah. was the most shocking thing. Jumps in the air, and instead of that little pitter-patter that you do yeah. to slow yeah. down afterwards when you're 35 and your no. fucking ankles yeah. are, me, are like me, like yeah. shit, he stomps the leap and then jukes, walks in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work. I think Antonio Brown's getting a lot of credit. I think he probably got CTE. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been going on the CTE thing. Yeah. And somebody sent it's it to reasonable. me. Somebody sent it to me on Instagram. There it. was one behavioral thing in 2014, which is still one of the funniest plays in NFL history, when Antonio Brown karate kicked that punter in the face. You guys remember that? I remember that, When yeah. he jump kicked the, the motherfucker in the face mask yep. on the punt return. <laughs> after that, there wasn't much. And then in 2016, I think he got concussed or something. But after 2016, all of a sudden, it's just antics, antics, antics. So after 2016, 
This is the antics you have. You have uh, January 15th, 2017, Facebook live stream of locker room only speech given by Tomlin. During the playoffs. I remember that. Uh, October 1st, tosses cooler on the sideline against Ravens because Big Ben didn't target him. Uh, the 28th of 2018, uh, July 28th, shows up in training camp in a helicopter, which kind of boss, I like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, August 12th, appeared over four hours late to an event at Children's Hop- Hospital without any explanation why he was so late. Uh, that's most likely a team event that you yeah. have to do as part of you yeah. know being a player. Um, September 7th, I mean, this goes on, and there's another maybe 20 of these. So it might, yep. it, and those might not be CTE things. Those might just be, hey, I'm getting more and more famous, and it's kind of turning me into this. Uh, but to me, there's just something. I think CT. It, look, it could happen. I've had concussions. I've had three, and like I didn't have immediate behavioral changes afterwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, no, 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 no. I completely believe it could make me a little crazier than I am. That's not undeniable. But what I meant, like right after, it's not like I recovered. What if there's a number of concussions that makes you a far better person, but then if you go too far, like what if you are as successful and work hard yeah. as you are it's like, because you've had three concussions, but if you got yeah. four, you're, you know what I mean? Motherfucker, like look out. It's like the episode of The Simpsons where like, no. over got knocked like, yeah, brilliant, yeah, yeah. and then he was like brilliant for like 20 minutes like, of One more concussion, Alex Media might have a fucking you know what it is? watch when he sleeps. It's like molestation with strippers. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like like a little bit of molestation will make them good yeah. but like too much molestation yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. like oh fuck a, like it, <laughs> you're on drugs there's a lot of things going on like it's a big problem oh you know? my god oh my god um, so you don't think it's gonna work I, I think at most he gives you one good year and if they win the Super Bowl he'll behave a little bit longer mm-hmm. but there's no way this lasts Randy Moss didn't last this ain't gonna last this guy's crazier than Randy Moss and really good but not as good as Wait, Randy Moss wait did Randy not was. last Nobody. because of his attitude it kind of flamed out toward the end. It like toward the end, it got a little bad, and he got traded back to Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he got traded or released, mm-hmm. one of the two. But well, that's, that's it, just it didn't the end way, super though. well. That's wait, wait. So, way. so a hundred percent, he got traded because of a an attitude, not diminished skill. Ninety five percent. I'm pretty sure Alex is possible to look that up. I don't think he did anything like why he got released specific that was like, oh, we're done with his antics. I thought he lost a step or two. Like, That's what I think yeah, it was yeah. his Patriot way. Like, let's we got what we got out of mm-hmm. him. It didn't work out, but some let him go. We're gonna let yeah. him go before we if you can sign him, him for more. Because mm-hmm. I think it's I think it started to fall apart a little bit. But that one year mm-hmm. it worked. It fucking worked. No, unbelievable. This year is gonna be crazy, but I don't know that you just win a Super Bowl. That team lost. Okay, two yeah. things. Two things. <clears throat> and this is what concerned me. Mm-hmm. Or this is what concerns me now. I didn't know if Tom could still throw the long ball. And there was a play where I think Dorsett is one of their wide receivers. Yes. Dorsett gets loose in the secondary. And Tom hoists it 40 yards. I mean, and, like, he, th- he outthrows him. Like, White work. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, if if Tom's art had deteriorated to the point where it's going to be Chad Pennington type shit, where I can like target you five, yeah. seven, eight yards, what do you like? A B and and Gordon can be nullified. Yeah. But if they can go over the top, yeah, oh, he makes no sense. Tom Brady's career arc makes zero fucking sense. Like we can't we can't use like actual. Oh well, this guy fell off at this age with Tom Brady. Something's he's been better in his late thirties than he was in his late twenties. Which makes He's had no just enough sense. concussions, man. That's it. He <laughs> hit the, he hit the number. He hit the number. Um, fucking this. I think he's low key genius, man. 
Tom Brady? I don't think it's low key. Yeah. yeah. He's not, like, you know, we was talking about uh, fucking, do, do you have a goat gene and can you work yourself to to goatness in the yep. last episode? Yeah, he's like, like serial killer with that he's shit. He's a, so. like, he has that, <laughs> that just enough level of sociopathism in him. Right. Like that TB12 method is nothing but just like, yo, I'm going to eat nothing but fucking avocados and water and ice. And Avocado like, ice cream. Son. Yeah, like just the nuttiest diet, just yep. be football obsessed, yeah. like, do anything it takes down to the money he makes yeah. from that team to make sure that he's in the best position every single year yeah. to compete. Dude, and avocado ice cream got to be torture for black be people. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> he probably because you love watermelon. Oh no, it's avocado or watermelon. Avocado, avocado ice cream. Oh, I thought it was watermelon avocado. ice cream. <laughs> watermelon ice cream sounds that sounds you know, fantastic. I try that. Yeah, but they're lactose. So oh, it's just like, okay. yeah, yeah you're right. You know, it's the that. golden goose or whatever it is. <laughs> the golden fleece. What is that thing? It's like. Dog. He's got that socio, like that Kobe MJ sociopath. Yeah. Yes. You seen that shit when he was like chugging beers? He's never let anybody oh, yeah. beat him in like just chugging beers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like he has a backyard that has nothing in it just so he can play football. Like, yeah. do you know how much that enrages a woman? Like, <laughs> like when you're a woman, right? And you design your dream home, right? Like. Keep in mind, Giselle's more wealthy than him. Yeah, Giselle makes more money than Tom Brady, right? <laughs> so, like, margin. she her whole life growing up in Brazil has been thinking, you know, one day I'm gonna have this beautiful home and and the big uh, fountain in the backyard and then a volleyball court and all these things that she would want and flowers and a dog path and all these things that she would want to do. And then Tom's like, just buzz it low, <laughs> buzz it low, because Wes Welk is gonna be running forty yard routes. <laughs> Nothing in the backyard. Like, dude, it got to drive her crazy and oh. she's got to live in New England she spent <laughs> her whole life in the sun of Rio you know this beautiful Brazilian weather papayas and fucking <laughs> acai bowls everywhere yeah. and she's drinking Dunkin Donuts and fucking cabbage oh, every single God. day <laughs> Tom Brady Son, she's probably goat. worse than Tom if you think about it if you think about it, she's probably worse than Tom. She's probably what? the motherfucker that's Strict like... Strict with her life? Yeah, she's She just probably, needs to be able to walk. <laughs> that's her job, is walk. No, I mean, like, she's probably the one, like, Tom, like, motherfucker, if you fucking slack for one fucking season, I'm fucking out. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, no, she's a Latin dog. woman. She can't wait for her husband to retire, dude. That's, she just wants... They just want them to be sitting down, getting fat, and not fucking anybody else. That's all it is. And that third one, negotiable. It's very negotiable. In <laughs> fact, the third one's like, if you give me two out of three, we can well, work. Yeah, we can work around that. <laughs> We work around. <laughs> Yo, do you remember? I don't know if you guys remember when he first started doing this podcast. There was some meme about a guy explaining something to his girlfriend, mm. and then Tom Brady responded to some random meme and said, "If you're explaining, you're losing." Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. he got that mentality with Giselle, dog. Don't <laughs> tell me he's not the fucking goat. The goat, bro. He, she probably tried yeah. to put some decorations, and he was like, bitch, take that shit inside. This no is- decorate. Dude, just imagine all the things that she drew up. I don't know if you guys have like moved into a place with your girl, and oh, like yeah. mm. they design the place before you're there. My yeah. mom just does this. Oh, I'm in the process. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you design this. They, they get, well, this is the couch. They're on the fucking internet all day picking shit out. So Giselle oh, had her scene. backyard designed. Like she knew exactly what was going on. She had, <laughs> no, no, they get outdoor furniture. They go, oh, this is so the rain does not get inside, all these things, and her cute little accent and Tom's just nodding away he's like listen bitch I want you to get some white paint and put some hash markers on okay and I want you to get an orange thing that's 10 yards long so that we could decide where first down here's what you're in charge of with the backyard find me a Latino to mow it that's what you do okay and a guy with a Jewish last name to catch my passes (laughs) 
Mm-mm-mm. Just make sure your cousins <laughs> aren't playing fucking soccer. That's right. When I want to no play cleats football. in my shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Goddamn. Dude, so uh, it's uh it's pretty it's it okay. exciting first week though. Dude. Oh Friday. my god. Football's the best, dog. Aren't oh, we so excited Sunday? that Jay Z got Kaepernick out of here so we can enjoy <laughs> this fucking <laughs> thing? Yeah, 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 Don't move. Hey, I got 99 hey, problems with a Kaepernick one. We ain't doing this. We're not doing this. Nah. We're not doing this, man. Hey. Alex, say something. Nah. Take a knee. Don't take a knee. We don't care. We're watching this football. Okay? Black cleats matter. I did find it. I did find it really funny. I did find it really funny that all the whole timeline was slandering Jay Z for all month. Looked at that shit yesterday. Everybody talking football. I thought I thought we was protesting. I thought nobody was. Yo, literally everyone. Listen, this is what billionaires understand. It's the reason why they just killed Epstein in the thing and didn't even care in the room. Like they know they, they knew you were gonna complain about. Yeah, you'll, you'll move on. They, but they know you're going to move on, yeah. so they literally like, all right, this season's a wash. Maybe next season's a wash. But third year, throw Come Odell on. on the same team as Baker. Nobody's <laughs> going to give a fuck, right? Like, no one's going to give a fuck. Dude, it's just all it's all Ooh. wrestling, dude. It's all chess. Yeah, it's, all, it's all. Convince A.B. to bleach his mustache. Have him complain a little bit. This is some crazy shit. Like, we're all game, fucking dog. invested. Hey, A.B., remember that Hulk Hogan guy? Yeah, he was interesting. So just some shit like that. <laughs> All just got right back invested. That Jay Z shit seemed like cares. it felt. That seems like it was three months ago at this point. There's so many yeah. fucking NFL storylines I've been invested Bruh, not in. Right even, now. We don't even watch college like that, but I was in Austin and UT was playing LSU. Yeah, I was and I watched the end of that game and I was just like, yo, this is the fucking best, dude. The best. Oh, Do you see the quarterback waving it. at the fans? Oh, it's the best. Dude, the LSU the quarterback was. Oh, bro, I was LS, I mad like LSU fans talking shit on 6th Street. It was so funny, though. Oh, wait, you were there. Yeah, yeah I was you there. Was the I was on 6th Street. Oh, that's the right. Show I forgot you were in Austin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show's over, so we went and watched the end at a bar. Yeah, and yeah. These, Six Streets popping. These rednecks mm. were talking shit. Didn't give a fuck. It was oh, so yeah, funny. Austin, these man. cucks weren't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I love Austin. I love that city. Yo. What do you mean? The LSU guys were LSU, talking shit? LSU, redneck, yeah, yeah. Bayou motherfuckers just <laughs> went to UT at bars watching games, throwing beer everywhere, and these cucks just took it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. What can you say? Austin ain't like that? Philly. Yo. Yeah, oh, man. Y'all saw that? So Mike yeah, Scott. Mike so, Scott. This is, okay, so for those of you guys who don't know, we'll get back to football because there's so many more football stories. This is a, this is very football. Mm-hmm. This is this is a great uh, flagrant story. Oh, absolutely! So Mike Scott, who plays for the Philadelphia 76ers, went to an Eagles game and he went to the tailgate of an Eagles game. Now, for you foreigners, a tailgate is that that scene you see where all the fans are outside the stadium and they're drinking beers, before and they bring the kegs before the game, and they actually it's even in some watch yeah. it throughout the game. But it's yeah. a big pregame party, right? Mm-hmm. And Mike Scott, who's a 76er, right, is walking around the pregame wearing a Redskins jersey. Oh, we should we should preface this yeah. with like the day before. Before yeah. he tweeted that, yo, I'm being Lincoln Financial with a Redskins jersey on. Boom. And the fan goes, yo, we love you for the Sixers, but like, if I were you, I wouldn't do that. Eagles fans are crazy. He responds, "What y'all gonna so do?" What you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so he he pulled up and he found exactly what the fuck they wanted. <laughs> this is the city of brotherly love, but they don't love no brothers. They, <laughs> Son, they were swinging on him. These five eight fat Italians were swinging, swinging on Mike Scott and low key six eight tattooed up Mike Scott. I think some of them truly were drunk enough to believe that he actually played on the Redskins, and they're like, "I need to do my part." I need to do my part for my D. We taking out this red skin right now. Oh, 
<laughs> but dude, it was it was an unreal moment where Mike Scott found out how famous he wasn't. <laughs> right, like he really thought that he yeah, could he take like the his ninth fame. Man in the sixes. Like, come on, bro. Giving a like, fuck? You're only, come you're only on, going to NBA Twitter because you got emoji tattoos. That's Didn't the only reason. Did he hit the game winner against uh, think, Brooklyn though? I think so. He hit a game winner in Shit. game three or something. Hit like the that. game winner oh. against the, the the Raptors or whoever <laughs> the fuck they played. Did they lose to the Raptors? Raptors, right? All I'm saying, it was this beautiful moment where they literally start swinging them, and I'm be honest. He ain't really swing back. He didn't knock anybody out. Oh, nah, he was you missed it. Whack a mole, dog. Did you, you see missed it? He was dropping them. He was dropping them. They, they only was... have like cuts of it, so you don't really get to see it. Like, I heard he was dropping detail. people, but I but he was pushing them down, but not like yeah, he wasn't like knocking them the... out, but he was hitting them in a way, and they were falling to the ground. That's all you got really got to <laughs> do. I don't think he was hitting them. He was like more like grabbing their shirts and like pulling. Well, them. I so see like, people hitting even, the ground. Even that, even people hitting the ground, and you're one man versus a group of people. That's enough. Yeah. I saw one maroon jersey you're doing, you're doing versus enough. a bunch of teal jerseys, just teal jerseys, just hitting the floor. Hitting yeah, the floor, you're doing enough. I'm if like, you right. and you don't go to jail for shoving people, oh. like you, Mike Scott, you can get in trouble for punching. If you could just throw a motherfucker you down, you know what? One Maybe arm. he was smart about that. I got to give him yeah. love. If he if he purposely didn't assault them, like he was more pushing people to ground. If he did that all on purpose so he wouldn't get locked up, because and you know enough. they'd find a way to fuck his ass. Oh, well, he's yeah. defending himself. Yeah, he's and they got the jail right at the arena. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> at yeah. the stadium. It's the only stadium that has a jail. They right? need one. Yeah. No, but deadass, yeah. they have one in it. I believe it. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> they have one because they would have to lock up fans. Yeah, yeah. Every, every, every NFL Not every, it's the only one really? that I has think, a jail. I think a Jets. Oh, like a full too. jail. A full jail. Oh, not, oh, not a drunk tank. Not a whole oh, fucking, okay, okay. like a jail. <laughs> oh, <word? laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Son, they don't play. <laughs> Son, they don't play, <laughs> bro. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Son, no. they don't play. Like, you're getting locked up. Like, dudes oh, are right there to get locked up. I'll be tight if I'm in jail until, like, Thursday for some shit I did Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> like, still at the field, just watching people leave and Whatever, shit. Whatever, man. It's Philly. They don't got fucking jobs to go to. <laughs> <laughs> fucking losers. Yeah, you feel relaxed. Son. Oh, what? Like, right. you got saved from there. That ain't holding no weight. That's why I know. They ain't fucking bro. annoying. You're not Mike Scott, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I, I ain't seen you dropping nobody lately. <laughs> Son, they out there. Philly loves a good death threat. I got a couple of death I threats. Know. Yeah, we was there for that. Remember Alex, that Alex had to come to Philly with me the the last time. Fuck, this is how this is how loyal Alex is. I didn't realize this until much later, <laughs> but Alex came to Philly with me. Uh, uh, my this is before we were really even really, really working together. You yeah. were doing like the idiot shows. You weren't yeah, coming with me on the road on yet. Road, yeah. But uh, this is when I had all the smoke with Philly, and Alex came to the show. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna come to the show this weekend." And I was like, "All right, yeah, come through. You know, I got you and your family, whatever." And then like weeks later, he told me he was like, "Hey, bro, I'm be honest. I just came to." Show shows because uh you know i thought they were gonna try to kill you so i brought Bro, it was hot out wait for it he goes i brought a gun just in case you know what I mean? <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> it was in the trunk it was in the trunk so y'all we... want the smoke <laughs> y'all want the smoke nah, and, that's, and that's legal heat too that's yeah. legal heat. <laughs> we got the badge and all that oh damn i had to call Corey towns and shit and be like yo you had to save You had to save his life. You had to save Corey's life. Yeah, like in retrospect. <laughs> lucky <I'm> like, Corey. <laughs> Corey, you lucked out, bro. <laughs> oh, it was almost shit. my bite. Oh, man. Yo, I was dead, I ass worried. Worried. God, dead, dead ass worried. The legal heat, though. The legal heat. Think about that. You attack us, it's bang, bang, and then you yeah. got to deal with that. Yeah. Oh, you right. It's legal. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's when he was, you know. You out, you he, out here attacking law enforcement, bro. Why would you attack law enforcement? <laughs> bro, I knew I knew it was hot when I got that phone call. I had to call Andrew on the side. I'm like, bro, you sure you want to go to Phil? Like, no, no, it'll be great. Like, 
right. I'm like, bro, not the way these motherfuckers are talking. I went to Russia. I'll go to Philly. Shout out to Philly. They bounced back, though. They won yesterday. Yo, so I fucks with Philly, man. I love Real their talk. passion. I love their passion. No bullshit. It's one of my favorite uh, places to perform. Mm-hmm. Love Philly. Mm-hmm. I love Philly. I love the humility. Who's uh, thinking about Russia? You want to talk about it? Yes, I want to talk about it, but I want to go through a little more sports stuff oh, okay. still. Okay. And, uh, you know, weed out any motherfuckers that is going to be offended by the crazy shit that we tell you that happened in Russia. Stay tuned. Let's stick around for that. All they did is talk about sports today, so (laughs) good. Uh, Other NFL news I had written down, uh, Nick Foles. How lucky are these motherfucking Eagles that they let Nick Foles sign with somebody else and then finally. Yeah, they finally give him freedom and then he immediately breaks his clavicle. Poor guy. Two quarters in and now he's out for most of the season. Now, uh, the clavicle is the collarbone? Yeah. It's this right here. This little bone. Yeah. That one right here, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, did you guys see the play where he broke it? Yeah, it was no. a touchdown. Dime. Touchdown <laughs> and classic big dick Nick throw. Mm-hmm. Stood in the pocket. The reason he got lit up is because he fucking stood Couldn't there, so hoist it, took it, and then they drew him to the mm. ground. But um, it is interesting and kind of sad that that happens. Completely separate note. Did you see... Who the fuck? Who the fuck were they playing? They were playing. Uh, they were, the Jaguars Chiefs. were playing. The They're playing the Chiefs. Yeah. Patrick Chiefs Mahomes. Were... D- yeah, and Watkins. Oh, Did you Watkins see Sammy off. Watkins cooking up Jalen fucking no, Ramsey? Yo, what happened to Ramsey, dude? Ramsey, it, dude. Cornerbacks, I guess, really age. You know, like um, I'm trying to like think of boxers back. or running back. <laughs> like it's it just like it can be one year and then it's done. To be fair. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's a bad motherfucker. I don't care. You need separation. <laughs> True. And so this guy was getting away. He's like loose. <laughs> is J- is Ramsey done? I don't think so. In my from what I've seen watching football, Did he get paid yet? since I was a kid. I don't know if he got paid yet. I think mm-hmm. he wanted to get traded at one point. Yeah. Also, and that might be it. Also, it seems like cornerback is so fucking confidence based. Mm-hmm. All everything is, but cornerback more than any position I've seen is confidence based. Like any rookie. Cornerback, I remember playing for the Cowboys, would get cooked and cooked and cooked. Then after one good game, suddenly things would start turning around. Yeah. It just takes one good game or one bad game. Kicking and, and playing DB. Mm. So much confidence. Yeah, that's true about kicking too. Yeah. It, it's so, isn't it crazy that you can be a millionaire professional at something and it can still be mentally affected? Yeah. And like, <sighs> I think okay. you need that though. Of course you need it, but I guess here's, here's what I'm trying to say that like, if you know that something affects you mentally, mm-hmm. right? Meaning, if I kick something bad a couple times, it's in my head and I'll miss the next five. You yeah. saw this happen with, I think, the Giants kicker last year. You mm-hmm. see it happen every season with a kicker who yeah. just is I great. I Jets yesterday. Boom. There yeah. you go. That's right. I saw mm-hmm. Willie Colon, uh, uh, shouts to Willie, uh, tweeting about that as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so if I'm a player and if I know that my mental stability, my whole game is dependent on my mental stability – I'm incorporating that into my workouts just as much as I am quads and hamstrings. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if it's, uh, I don't care if it's like meditation. I don't care if it's therapy. Everything. Sports psychologists. Like, how are you not in the room with them every single day? Because you are a shell of yourself without it. Dude, Mm -hmm. tennis is another U.S. Open just happened. And this young kid is fucking coming up, made it to the final. And he, his whole turnaround started with a sports psychologist. That was like the thing. You know, there's a, um, I don't know if it was you that told me this, but uh, Joker, 
Djokovic. Yeah, yeah Djokovic. Mm-hmm. I think it was Djokovic. It might have been someone else. Attributes his turnaround to uh, t- Tony Robbins? No, I don't know. I haven't heard There's that. There's one of these tennis players okay. that is like, uh, you know, I was just didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the self-esteem. And uh, I sat down with him. He worked with me. And then I won fucking championships. This is yeah. real. That, the, your brain is a muscle you got to work out just like anything else in your body, man. Like, if your shit is fucked up here... Everything else is gonna go. Facts. Everything else. Confidence is gonna go. breeds you success. Work that shit out. Success breeds confidence. Dude, we. This is so interesting. It's why I cut out uh, the sugar and bread. Because mm. I would oh, need to do so much extra work to get that mental state mm. that I needed to perform and like be good on you know podcasts, but also on stage ah. and like be sharp, and not have to deal with you know the anxiousness that eating all that fucking sugar gives you. Mm. Um, and I cut that fucking shit out, and I think noticeable difference. Really, truly noticeable it. difference. I can see it like yeah. in your face. Too. Like, yeah, it just lot, it know. just it just affect me different now. Like, I can take a coffee and I can have some coffee and I can do something like this because it requires tons of brain power, right? It's like yeah. we're already yeah. we're all firing. Yeah, but like having coffee and doing nothing will make you go crazy. Oh yeah, this is literally the only time I drink coffee, and like it works, it. right? It's like and it works. I'm, I'm up, like, I'm moving, I'm, I'm shaking, ideas going. going. I'm like, yeah. boom, drink this and I'm you need it. Enough. Facts. Yeah. But it is fascinating. And and if we know that getting, if we know shifting your mental state can make you do better and worse, how are teams, uh, maybe they are, but why are not our teams not investing in what would shift their opponent's mental state to a negative? I mean, in its essence, that's trash talk, right? But like, coaches do it. I mean, that's almost like the same thing as icing the kicker. Or yes. burning your timeouts on the one minute drill. So what's the elite level of that? What is the what is the like mind fuck? The next I mean, like if it's me, I'm I'm sending targeted Facebook ads <laughs> at someone's Instagram, right? And like making what's that the, company that f- decides every Cambridge Analytica, yeah, right? Cambridge Analytica. Analytica. Yeah. So I, I said target Facebook ads yeah. about not even about football, just about like what happens when someone is suffering from low self-esteem or or or, or ads like your girl's not giving you love. Maybe it's because she's cheating on <laughs> like they have nothing to do with football, but yeah. organically populate that Can person's feet. that ad pop up on your Facebook? I'm like, what the shit. fuck? Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> now you My call girl? your girl, right? Because you haven't spoken to her a week because you zero dark 30. You're ignoring her for football. And you're yeah. like, maybe this bitch is all horny trying to suck motherfuckers dick. <laughs> but what product are they even trying to sell? <laughs> no products. No product. No, brought There's to you by the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> That's what she would say. But, oh, but this is what a fucking maniac I am. But like, in all seriousness, think about that as a competitive advantage. Yeah. Like, yeah. you could really get in your opponent's head if you know that there's a a serious downgrade, especially position players, especially yeah. a, a, a kicker, especially, like you said, corner. It's so random because... If you don't have confidence in that decision you make in the split second, you're toast. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, man. It's something that seems so confidence-based playing cornerback. Yeah, like running back, at the end of the day, you can run through somebody if you have to. There yeah. is a physical exertion right. yeah. that plays and into it. Almost like running back is probably like the least like there's you have the least control. The offensive line's gotta be going, the quarterback's gotta get into Boom. you, gotta open up the hole. Cornerback, sorry, cornerback and kicker. This is what I just noticed. Any mistake has the biggest repercussions. Huge consequences, so your fucking nerves are high. Every play. And if I have 40 good plays yep. and five bad ones, and that leads That's to three game. touchdowns, people, yo, I you might get cut, game. bro. A quarterback can have a bad throw. He'll, he'll get it back, or unless he throws an interception. A running back can miss the hole. But if you get beat deep, you miss an extra coverage. point or yep. mix a field goal, mm-hmm. that's the game. Also, 
you can't get it back as a cornerback. No. If, yeah. you're, if you're a quarterback and you miss a throw, next possession, they you go can right go, to you. boom. <laughs> they go right to, like, No, I mean, if you're boom. a quarterback. Quarterback, if, next If you're a quarterback, play, next play. You can you can you can Atone for mistakes. Exactly. Yes. A cornerback, you cannot atone. Kicker, you got to wait. They put me back in position. And you might not ever yeah. get there. Yep. And but then during that wait, what are you thinking about? The, the miss. All mm. you're thinking about is the miss. As a corner, that is a great point. The only way you can atone is an interception that you might return. But if you give up six... There's a very small chance you get yeah. six back. And so that weighs on you. And it yeah. snowballs. Because if I'm a quarterback oh. and I just beat this guy deep, guess where I'm going? Deep. Right back yep. in that way. 100%. You know? so you got to. You got to. But, yeah. It is an interesting side of I, I think that might be the most important thing what separates good players and bad players. Is mental stability. Yeah, because they're all professionals. Like, all of them are elite Everybody level talent. Everybody was a man at one point. But think of, like, the GOATs. So they have, what, like, crazy levels of So that of was my point in the matchup yep. episode. Yeah. The GOAT gene to me is mental at least as much as it is physical, if not more. I yeah. think it's what happens when you have elite physicality meets elite mental. mental. And yeah. then you become GOAT. But yeah. some people might have GOAT mental. They just don't have GOAT physical. Yeah. Yeah. And but Tom I'll tell you, not a GOAT physical guy. I think he is. I think Tom Brady's GOAT physical. It's just the position he chose doesn't require it, the type of physicality that we deem... Uh, athleticism, right? But he has a cannon. He has incredibly quick release, right? But he has those I, little things. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is, I think his his mentality, yeah, especially being at 42 years old, having that fucking insane diet, all yeah. this other shit, like, like you said before, not everybody wants to do that work, not right? I also do don't. I'm not saying he's not athletic for a quarterback, but I think if he was, he would he wouldn't have been drafted in the sixth round. There was not like, and I still don't hear remarkable like. I hear about Dan Marino's release. I hear right. about John Elway's arm. I yep. hear about Troy Aikman's accuracy. I don't hear those specific things about Tom. He's a great you hear about, thrower. You hear about Tom Brady's release. Yeah, it's I quick. haven't. I'm not saying they, it doesn't happen. They at least what I've heard about okay. his thing is is his release is exceptional, and then he also gets the ball out quickly. Quickly. That's yeah. so and he that's, makes his decisions, and that's and that is mental. I'm not I'm not denying yeah. that it isn't mental, but there's a difference. I think there's a difference between. Um, you can make a decision, but you and you can get the ball out quickly. You can make those reads really quick, and yeah. like nobody said, he reads the all, the defense like nobody else. But if your release is slow, yeah. yeah, in the NFL they'll eat that up, right? And I would also say this too: that release, I feel it feels like something you can work on maniacally and make it quicker and quicker and quicker. Your arm can only get so strong. Yeah, but the, I think the thing about and I agree with you there, but I think the thing about release is like it's habit forming. So guys that they've tried to change their release, the Tebow's and that kind of stuff like that, they always revert to yeah. that like long windy throw. Right. But the guys who have that like electrically quick release, like the Philip Rivers, mm -hmm. you know, like the guy Philip doesn't even look right. Dog, you know who looks like has one of the fastest fucking dopest releases I've ever seen? Ooh. Fucking Kyler Murray. Did you watch him yesterday? Okay. I, I didn't I see the, the whole comeback, but... Yo, for three quarters, he looked like shit. And then that fourth quarter happened, and he was just just yeah. zipping that shit out there. Like I was okay, like, holy here's shit. Here's a question. Here's, and, and, this is, and this is... And I want to get back to Gochim, but there's, yeah, there's yeah. a question about short quarterbacks, right? Mm -hmm. Who else has a great quick release? Russell, Russell Wilson? Wilson. Who else? Drew Brees. Drew Brees, right? Yeah. Wait for it. I think there is something to do with arm length. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. 
I can see that. Right? That mechanically and makes mechanic, sense. Mechanic, it is a quick, like whenever you see a midget do something, you notice how quick it looks? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Like a midget put on a backpack or some shit? Like Prime Tyson, like his arms are like Tyson's not a great one, but even huge. Shrink Tyson, like yeah, yeah. there's this midget that, that I would, dude, <laughs> <laughs> they scurry. They don't even run, they yeah. scurry, right? And it's just yeah. like, or whenever you see like a squirrel do something, yeah. they could go five feet, but you're like, that was the quickest I've ever seen somebody mm-hmm. go five feet. It's just everything's moving so quick. The wind up isn't as long. Boom. It's 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 less less uh, room for error. That's it. It's less room for error. A big six foot six quarterback, like even a Ben Roethlisberger, I see that release. Oh yeah, yeah. I, he I takes forever to get forever it out. Forever now, it's gonna go. Yeah, those little guys might not be able to hoist it. I don't know if this is directly related, but like. They say short guys can get can do can lift much more on the bench press. Way less because lift because their arms don't have to travel as long. That's you it. Got long arms, you got to go that much further. Yeah. Release kind of the same thing. Your arms got to go that much further. And now, if you, if you get those, those that much longer, if you, you get want, a random take yeah. where where one of those guys happens to have close to the arm strength, yeah, as a guy with a big long arm, hmm. like Drew can get it out there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you see why these guys are elite. Now, granted, they got to get it over that you know front line, and maybe they won't have those pockets. But who knows? I mean, that's why people like Johnny Manziel when he was coming out, like he got it out of there quickly. He got it, and he had a gun, and he had fucking massive, unusually large hands for somebody so short. And Kyler Murray has the same thing, but he's just like more compact. Like he's like watching him play. Like I was impressed by a lot of people yesterday, Lamar Jackson too. Like, but watching Kyler Murray that fourth quarter in overtime. Mm. Like, it was like watching, like, a new fucking car. Like, yep. that motherfucker just was downhill every single time. As soon as he got the ball, that shit was coming out like a fucking 100-mile-per-hour fucking baseball. And I was like, when this dude gets some shit around him... It might happen. It's a wrap. That motherfucker is nice. So to the to the Gojin thing that you were saying, mental, Akash, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> the Raptors had a very clutch performance from a player outside of Kawhi. Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. A friend of mine told me, this is at the beginning of the season, he told me, this kid, Fred Van Vliet, I like him. I'm like, why? I mean, he's just regular. He's kind of like, he's unathletic. He doesn't shoot that well. Like, what is it about mm-hmm. him? He goes, he goes, doesn't get scared. He goes, he goes, he says exactly like this. He was not afraid of the moment. I mm-hmm. go, what are you talking about? He goes, he's not afraid of the moment. Like literally zero fear is in his body. He doesn't even he understand was, uh, Wichita fear. Wichita State, right? Wichita State. You've seen him in college. He was like, same thing. Same thing in the NBA. Just fucking no under control. Guy said this to me beginning of the yeah. season with no practical experience in this. Mm-hmm. And then he comes into the playoffs and proves Give Steph Curry to work, <laughs> son. I mean, like zero. Yeah. What is the term they use in in dogs? Cur. He doesn't cur. Yeah. Or mm. something like that. Yeah. Like no bitch in him whatsoever. And there's an example. If, especially in basketball, everybody's assholes get tight in the yeah. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And you need players who might not be as elite, mm-hmm. but their assholes don't get tight. Right. It's part of building a team. Kind of interesting. Very interesting. I think if you got a championship team, that's a super important piece. Mm. John Paxson for Jordan. Yeah. Asshole, don't get tight. Don't yeah. give a fuck, man. Just get me open. I'll shoot it. It's nothing. That's Every what championship I do. team. Yeah. Every championship team has a guy like that. Fucking the Spurs had Ginobili. Fucking mm. the Lakers had Robert Horry and Derek Fisher. Like people that's just like no matter what the moment is, you get it to them open. Like they're gonna. They're not the ball. Wow. Gonna get tight. It, gonna they all it. have. Role players mm-hmm. with the goat gene, with the mental goat gene, in yeah. that like yeah. they're not role players who are not afraid of the moment are 
a crucial element to a championship team that is never spoken about. We we speak to we speak about them, yeah. but we don't talk about that's, that value. That's fucking Golden different. State is full of players who aren't afraid Draymond of the moment. Green. But, but <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't say Draymond. You know who I would say? Go. Iggy. Iggy, that's another Iggy one. Iggy don't give a fuck. Iggy got the giant ball. Shoot yeah. 20% from three for the whole season. Well, Leave me pull up for the game yeah. winning three. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, Draymond, like his best games came like when Steph don't show up. Like when KD's yes. just all right, like that game seven against the fucking yeah. uh, against the Cavaliers with the, the big fucking half. block. I'm the first like half. thirty-eight, nine, and ten. Like, I remember this exact line. text yeah. exchange. Yeah, I texted yeah. you because we were both rooting against the Warriors. Won the Cavs one and seven. Yeah. And the first half, Draymond is hitting threes, and I'm like, "What the fuck, son?" And then Andrew was like, "This is great. He's drunk off these threes. He's gonna keep shooting and start missing." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he started missing in the second half. Mm-hmm. So maybe Draymond has it, but I do remember the second half. All of a sudden, he might just been missing, I just but remember, it wasn't going in like that. I remember yeah. the ga- he. I guess he missed the fucking game because of kicking people in the nuts or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And the next game he came back, he, he did not have a good out. game. No, he didn't no, have a good the, game. The seventh game, he seventh game. Out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's um. Yeah, it's an interesting. Yeah, he might be one too. I like. I always like the goat discussion, um, but it is it is very interesting. There's a. I mean, maybe maybe it's a good time to change it. I, and this has nothing to do with being a goat, but I'm curious Sorry, about real quick addition yeah, yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still football. No, it's yeah. goat gene discussion. Yeah, yeah. On a role player. Yeah. Who is a role player for the Patriots that I think has two Super Bowl MVPs? Julian oh, Edelman. Julian Edelman. <laughs> Not afraid of the moment. He won one of them with a fucking concussion. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't have been let back in the game the against Seattle. Right? I'm, I'm pretty sure he got the MVP that game. Yeah. And I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, he got the MVP last game, right? He was the only one that did anything. Yeah, he was big yeah. concussed. Yeah, he was big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, maybe that is the maybe that is part of the ingredient in every championship team in terms of team sports because as the assholes get tight, that's your only competitive advantage. And everybody's game planning against the star. We should we should look up, and the only way you could really calculate it was with Madden statistic or like NBA 2K statistic, yeah. but like imagine we could find an algorithm that would tell us the reduction of skill mm-hmm. based on the nerves yeah. that you have. Yeah. Like we could literally tell when your heart is beating uh, at a higher rate yeah. – how much worse you shoot, how yeah. much, or how much better. Mm-hmm. There's there's a weird thing that happens with nerves, man, With where it's like it either makes you cripple, it cripples you, or it elevates you. Elevates yeah, you, dude. Some people thrive off that feeling. Dude, and I felt both. Yeah. I felt there's been times where I was like nervous and I didn't 100%. perform as well. Yeah. And then there's been times where, dude, like in Montreal, like when we did the taping thing. Which one? Remember the taping when I did in Montreal oh, gala with the with the gala where it was like, I, it was just I didn't I felt calm. It's a weird it's a I weird ready. euphoria. Yeah. That, that I was comes. like, let me just get on fucking stage already. There's been times even in like Toronto, I was like, let me just get on fucking stage, and it heightens it. Everything is yeah sharper. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. It's like uh, it's like a runner's high, where mm. like you're so tired and then you just fucking break through that one barrier, and you don't even feel it no more. You're just yeah. like, oh yeah, this is. I've, I've, I've prepared for this. Like, I've, I've gotten my body, my mind ready for this moment. Yeah. Where, like, I'm not going to get tired. I'm just going to fucking power the fuck through. Charlamagne, shame you in a jogging? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. I mean, okay. I'm a, a lot of unhappy weights. I so, want yeah. to, um, I, I want to I pay some bills here, but I want to get back and I want to talk about uh, uh, Akash here has a little bit of a predicament with his NFL team. Mm. And these are good problems to have. Yeah. You have great but problems, sir. You have great problems, <laughs> but they could potentially be problems. Yeah. 
you know, sure. uh, obviously we're talking about the one and only Dallas Cowboys. But before we do that, baby uh, bladder in the meantime, go, go pee, go pee. When you come back, we will get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, as we're talking about football, look, if you found a hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up? or Would you keep walking? We know exactly what you would do. Don't fucking lie. You're going to keep that shit. You're going to pick it up, put it in your pocket. You're going to take that money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting them? All right. That's what you should do. You got to check out my bookie. MyBookie.com is where you can check it out. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay you when you win. Exactly what they should be doing. Because when you're betting, it's just as important as who you're betting on. That's right. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Did you know that uh, you could bet on games after kickoff? Mm. Yeah. And if by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always take it. You can always take the other side. (laughs) I love it. So think about that. You put some money, your team's getting washed, put some money on the other side, get your money back, bro. (laughs) If you're the kind of person that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try to parlay, okay? You got to try those parlays. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join mybookie.com right now, and they will double your first deposit as long as you use that promo code flagrant. They will double your first deposit up to $1,000. You put in 1000 they match in 1000 Time to gamble. Promo code is flagrant. That's mybookie.com, okay? You play, you win, you get paid. I like that. Um, and we back we back to the show. Mm. I think I hear Akash's steps coming mm. back from that. Look at that perfect timing. Right on time, baby bladder. Okay, so <laughs> here's the reality of the matter. Akash Singh, a huge Dallas Cowboys yes, fan. Sir. Mm. Game one in the books. Dallas Cowboys put a shellacking. Look, yes, should I say shellacking? Yeah. A shellacking. Yeah. Looks good. Now uh, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, um, you know I can't speak for you, but uh, it's obviously exciting to see that happen. Oh, yeah. You have a contract talk pending with your quarterback, Dak Prescott. Yep. Now, the idea, I would imagine, and please correct me if I'm wrong, you would hope that you get some wins, and Dak plays well enough to win, but maybe not so well. That you got to pay <laughs> $40 million a year or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, play yeah. good. So you're yeah. watching this game, and you see Dak go out and not only have a great game, he was lights out. He, he was had, incredible. He, he had lights out. the greatest game of any, the greatest game one of any Dallas quarterback in history. Yeah. yeah he posted perfect the most yards. Rating. He had a perfect quarterback. He posted the most yards of any quarterback in Dallas Cowboys history. Where does this leave you emotionally? Because you have to be torn. <laughs> I Here's what I would say. Okay. Pay him if he's going to play like that. If he plays like that, that's worth Russell Wilson money. That's yeah. a Russell, that's Wilson, Russell performance. Wilson performance. Yeah, yeah. I think he's I think he's like top five all time, like passer rating or some shit like that. That was a perfect passer rating. Some stupid. No, so, I mean like yesterday going, he was perfect passer rating, but all time he's got an all time yeah, grade as well. Yeah, the minimum attempts yeah. now to qualify for like oh, wow. one of the greatest. I've like, always greatest. liked Dak. I didn't think he was gonna figure it out like that. Yeah. I think New York also sucks. Yes. But <laughs> that pay that guy. I wouldn't have paid Zeke. I'd have paid Dak first regardless. Because yeah. I also do think Dak is like a leader and like yes. all these things that aren't supposed to like stat yeah. guys don't care about. They to me it's like, no, motherfuckers follow this guy. Yeah. I know he works hard. We've He's seen got that that I'll do whatever the fuck it takes work ethic wise to win right. thing that I like. I didn't think he put together like that that right. fast. Now well, question, you do you think it? that he has improved from last year. How much is improvement? How much is this becoming the quarterback that maybe he's destined to be? And how much is this 
him taking advantage of a Amari shitty Cooper. team. A poor, no, 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 no. Not shitty only team. I'm talking the about Giants. shitty team. I, how, of a shitty, maybe shitty so secondary. I, I say and, if I had to divide it between three things, it would probably be 33, 33, 33. One is he worked really hard. He does work really hard. Mm-hmm. Two, the offensive coordinator made things easier for him. This is a new offensive coordinator. Ah, Kellen Moore, right? Kellen Moore. And yeah. like a lot of it is just here's motion before the play. Like there's a lot of the Chiefs do a lot of pre-snap motion just to confuse the defense for a split second. Yes. Okay, let's let's have everybody go in motion to the left, and then we'll throw a screen to the right or whatever. Uh huh. Um, I think that's about a third of it. He made it easier for Dak, and then a third of it is the Giants may just suck. Because what they said, they said they didn't really run anything new. They just did a lot of pre-snap offense. Yeah. As a ranch that they were comfortable with, and they replaced Cole Beasley with fucking Randall Cobb, who's, who's like yeah. an all-time great slot receiver. Right. You know what I'm but saying? But can with he Amari rap? But, <laughs> <laughs> but does he have bars? <laughs> uh, Remember that video of us listening to Cole and you fucking... You were so pissed off. I hated it, dude. was so fucking infuriated. But keep on going, Kaz. So so you think the upgraded uh, wide receiver core... Obviously, Randall Cobb is not elite wide receiver, but he's in like the tier maybe below the second tier. He's oh, a very he's, good slot receiver. He is, he's, a, I mean, he's a top five slot receiver. If he's healthy. Receiver, he hasn't anyway. been healthy the last right, couple right. years either. Yeah. But, like, but when he was with who was Aaron Rodgers. He's a, yeah. he's a great slot receiver. Yeah. Okay, so so now you have upgraded in that position. And Cole Amari, was good. Got, yeah, Cole was good. Cole was really good. Amari probably a little bit more, uh, uh, a little stronger. A little, phys- more a physical, little deeper. Yeah. Cole's a little shiftier. Um, Amari Cooper take, the could take biggest, the top off anytime. The biggest improvement of wide receivers, Cobb is big, but Michael Gallup is in his second year. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't think about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, this guy's going into his second year, so he's going to be that much better than he was his first year. Hey, he's going into his third year, so he's that much better than he and was his second And he's got chemistry year. with Dak already. And now they got a year of chemistry built in. That's a great point I didn't even think about. So, like, I expected big things from Gallup, and I, I think this is going to be not every game, but he's going to take a big step forward. I heard good things about him coming out. Everybody was high on him. And he was good last year, but he was just a rookie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, just that, I mean, yo, not to get too hype, like, they're just loaded. I, I don't know. I, I'm looking at that team. It, on paper, it's crazy. I've been looking at them since preseason. I'm like, the defense looks good. The offensive line looks good. Dak's hooping. Fucking Zeke's going to be Zeke. Cooper looked great. Fucking cobbler, like I don't see a like glaring flaw on that team where I'm so like they weird... can look good now, but like in a couple weeks it's gonna catch up to them. So it's <laughs> a weird thing. The national media is all picking them to go like nine and seven, eight and eight, seven mm-hmm. and nine. Local media, the ticket, everybody's like, I don't, I don't see a weakness. This should be, this should be. Them in the twenty five years we get let down, but this should be the best team we've had since the nineties. Yeah, them and the Saints are the only two teams in the NFC. I'm like. I don't. I don't. I don't does see Dak where... get a deal during the season? Apparently, it was imminent before game one, and then Jerry after game one was like a deal with Dak is imminent, and that we don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Could be tomorrow, could be this week, could be next month. But like, do you pay him more than Carson Wentz? He's gonna want more than Carson Wentz, and I think you're gonna have to pay him more than Carson be Wentz because he's won more, he's more durable, mm-hmm. his numbers are comparable at least. The durability is what gets me. That's yeah. all I'm paying. Like, I'm mean, gonna be there. I'm not only paying durability, but if you don't reward durability in the NFL, you are yeah. a fucking idiot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz cannot stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he will get injured again. Yeah. It's not even a question. His body is not built to maintain this type of punishment. Some guys are. Dak looks corn fed. Dak yeah. is a, he's bull, a big dog. He's a horse. Like he was like that in Mississippi State. Yeah. I was yes. like, he's just a big fucking boy. Like, and, and if you're not corn fed, you better have that ability to fall on the ground <laughs> like Eli Manning. You know, had. Like, yo, Eli just dropped. Remember, <laughs> if you're not corn fed, you know what it is. You gotta, you can't scramble. 
Carson mm-hmm. Wentz will run on you, and he's get, great. Stop. Don't. You can't do it. Don't Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't like, he'll just get first downs. He's not trying he's to pick up He's not pushing it. He's not pushing it. No contact. he'll still get hurt. Yeah. He will. Tom Brady don't really get hurt because he in the pocket. In the pocket, I can mm-hmm. protect myself a little yep. bit. Yeah. I can curl. And it seems like those guys get hurt less. If you're not a fucking hoss, if you're don't not Cam it. Newton or Dak, you better be real hesitant to Even run. Even Cam. Cam will play. Yeah. But he'll play shitty because he's hurt. And yeah. Cam is also trying to run people over. And you yeah. got to be smart and still slide. Check the ego, dog. They yeah. do, they do the like, ego. designed runs for, like, him and, like, Josh yeah. Allen and, like, these other, yeah. like, big boy quarterbacks where it's like, but they you still do designed runs for your quarterback. Like, that's that's not going to. Or gonna... just slide. Yeah. That's it. If you don't get the first down, fine. Slide. And that's the tricky thing with, with like, not having a a coach that you actually can trust and build with because they will sacrifice their quarterback's health for their own success. That's a great Mm -hmm. point. So here you have a guy like Josh Allen who might not want to run 15 times a game, but you have this coach who's like, well, I want to keep making millions of dollars coaching. Yeah. I don't care if this kid gets injured. Because what happens if if he gets injured? We just go back to sucking like we were before. (laughs) I got nothing to lose. Lamar Jackson. Perfect. So, Speaking let's, of let's talk about Lamar. Yeah, right. Because I was worried about him. Lamar but, yeah. had this amazing game. Now he did have this amazing game it. against a team that is actively tanking. Yes. Yeah. And and I told you guys this earlier this year. You're right. This is. I had a little insider information. They are actively tanking so they can get to a. You have multiple players in the team after the game go. I want to trade now. Mm-hmm. No one really requests trades in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, like, m- multiple players. Yeah. I think you request trades when it's quite obvious that yeah. your team is not here to win. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel bad, to be honest, for this fucking court, for this coach. Yeah. Because this coach doesn't realize it, but his ass is out of there. Of course. Yeah. Of course. His ass is out of there. they're going to keep him there for fucking Ty, Ty Lua or Jalen Hurts or what the fuck? What I don't know, I don't know if he's eligible yet. Trevor Lawrence, Clemson? yeah, Trevor Lawrence. He's not eligible until not eligible next year, yet, but, but it's Tua. It's They're going Tua. after Tua. It's Tua, and it's a Tua sweepstakes. They fucking want it, and if they get it, God bless them. But I, that's why I just want us to be a little bit. I was about to say, like, let's are pump we... the brakes on on what's his face, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. A little I think Lamar's like, going to be good. I don't, no question. Well, I don't want to run him 20, 20 times a game. Uh, we both, I think, we've all maybe always thought he's going to be good. Yeah, but. Here's what I don't understand for the Dolphins. First of all, why would you trade a second-round pick? I actually feel bad for Josh Rosen. Yeah. You trade a second-round pick for this guy, and then you trade all his protection, and now you're like, whoa, we're, you're just here for a year. I feel for him, bro. Like he was, he was, he was the old Trevor Lawrence. He was chosen Rosen coming in college. Like he was the <laughs> fucking quarterback. Yeah. Fucking, he was like the quarterback prodigy coming but out. But you of know high why school. they call them the chosen? Yeah, because he's Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not because of money. They, they're the chosen people in the Bible. That's hey, why. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I did this. Yeah, he goes, yeah, <laughs> was, that, was that too much? Yeah. My fault, Jews. My fault, Jews. I'm sorry. The Jews watching this. That's my not what I meant. <laughs> hey, my bad, Jews. My bad. I fucked with the Jews. Yeah. Uh, you guess how, how Germany said it? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Jews. That's our fault. We fucked up. But I feel bad for Josh Rosen, man. Hey, that's on us, y'all. <laughs> the gays and the Jews. I'm not fucking with at all. I'm sorry. Uh, but nah, Josh Rosen, I feel for him because he was a guy who... Coming out of college, coming out of high school was like, oh, this is the next fucking dude. Like, and he looked like it sometimes at UCLA, but you know that situation was that great. You Cardinals know where he's gonna suck. end up going? Now that we're talking, where? Where the fuck you think Josh Rosen gonna end up? Gosh, the Patriots, son. <laughs> he's gonna trade Josh Rosen for a fifth round pick, right. and then he's gonna sit him on the bench and be like, learn from Tom Brady. He got a couple more years. He wants to play until he's forty five. You'll be in there. Yeah, he you looks think like that's actually a brilliant idea? Yeah. I bet that's where. That's, that's just how the Patriots are. But is he good enough? Rosen? 
Uh, what's Belichick will find out. Yeah, but he'll know. He'd be, he'll know already. Yeah. yeah. How is Garoppolo playing? By he the way, he looked like shit. He didn't look good. He looked like shit, and I'm starting to feel bad because I, I was I was on the early on the Garoppolo 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 train. Yeah. Right. When he was in you know New England and those first couple games in San Francisco, I'm like, oh no, he looks like he's the real deal, and he just hasn't looked it. I think his I think his leg is still kind of like not all the way there yet. You know, like he he threw a couple ducks against who the fuck they played. The, threw a um, pick six. Yeah, to Richard Sherman, the the Buccaneers. You know what I mean? Like they didn't look that. He didn't look that good. He didn't look that good, man. So they won though, right? Thirty one. They won, yeah, because you know Tampa sucks and Jameis sucks. Famous Jameis sucks ass. And hold on, <laughs> Richard Sherman is on the Bucks now. Niners. The Bucks? No, Niners. No. Oh, Niners. Oh, Jameis no. threw a pick six then. Yeah, yeah, Jameis threw Jameis the pick six. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Pick six I think Garoppolo threw one too, though. I think but, so. Uh, anyway, yeah, but they look bad. Oh, real quick. Sorry, the point I was going to make about the Dolphins getting Tua. If you get Tua, you have no one to protect him. Exactly. You are going to throw this guy to the fucking wolves. Exactly. You have to get him and then sit him and draft linemen and hope they become good. Which is why I don't think tanking in the NFL that's works. What, that's what I'm getting. It doesn't at. make any sense. I don't understand too. the idea of tanking in the yeah. NFL. There's 22 positions. At a time. Yeah. Yeah, because tanking only gets you one position. Yeah. And it's so, the most important one, but it's yeah. one. Yeah, and, no, and as good as a quarterback as you are, you're not making up for those other 22 <laughs> yeah. positions. Right, like, right, even right, if you're right, like, right. Even if you've you, you got a shit ton of cap space and you could like get really good offensive linemen and pieces and stuff, they still got to gel. You still got to right. build something. Like, yeah. If you're going to tank, you got to tank strategically. Like, you got to be able to be like, all right, we're tanking for a quarterback, okay? Let's... Get a bunch of let's get some really good offensive linemen. Let's get a really good offensive line unit. Let's get like maybe a decent running back so we could show hey these guys can block. They could do this, this, that, right? And then just fucking lose. Yeah. Just blow it in the third quarter. It's a weird <laughs> strategy. Like, it doesn't make any sense to be that actively bad. I mean, right. that being said, I still think Lamar. Like I, that was one thing I, I was adamant about. I'm like Lamar Jackson's gonna take a leap this year. Uh, like, I think he's gonna be good. He is. People, I don't know why people were so low on him after Louisville. Like he won the Heisman. I couldn't trophy. understand it. He put up better numbers his second year, but wasn't like in the Heisman conversation because I think they lost like two games or some mm. shit. And then like he dropped behind guys like Josh Rosen and Josh Allen and all this mm-hmm. shit. Went to the Ravens, got to the playoffs, didn't throw for shit, but you know they ran. They ran the fucking yeah. college offense. They just ran the ball a million fucking. times. I watched them live. He was very impressive. But he was fucking good. Oh yeah, yeah you went to that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shouts yeah. at assholes that took us to that game, man. Thank you. I remember that. I remember that. And it's but like, yeah, he's very impressive. But he didn't strike me as an NFL quarterback when I watch it because mm-hmm. they didn't treat him like a, like one. Well, they didn't let him throw. They didn't let him throw. They didn't let him throw. And, and now they let him throw the ball. And he had this exceptional, you know, first three quarters of the game. I think they didn't even play him the fourth, no. right? Yeah. So as you don't, I guess what I'm saying is, I would love to see him play a game against a team that is decent. I mean, you don't even my, have to be a good team. That's my sleeper AFC team. That's been my sleeper AFC team right. at the beginning of the year. I think. You know, they got Earl Thomas, who could still go. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Mark Ingram, who looked really good for the Saints last year, looked good yesterday. And they're still going to run the shit out the ball. So even yeah. if he doesn't have... Hey, I don't games. mind that situation. Okay. When you have Mark Ingram, right? Mm-hmm. Mark Ingram has gravity behind him. Yes. If you send him <laughs> Mark up the middle, right? Yeah. You, got, you need two or three people to take him back. And then what happens if those two or three... If, oh, if those two or three, you throw it or you run it. Like, mm-hmm. I think the play-action run game is going to be interesting oh, because Mark is not going to be tackled by one guy. No. Right. You need multiple guys to take him down, and then that frees up Lamar, and you don't want to be chasing after him. Like, I think Lamar is ghosting any linebacker. Oh. You think there's a linebacker that's oh, chasing down yeah, Lamar? He is the fastest saying. quarterback. You need, you need like a corner. Option. That's like what I'm option, saying. So yeah. it's like you do either some sort of option or you do some sort of, like, fake handoff. Like, what was it? They would do a... Uh, 
The RPO, the run pass option? No, no, you're talking about the option. Yeah, but okay. there's like an option, like the college option, where you, you roll right. out with and you them. can toss or not. But oh, I also God, think I there's something where it's like it's like fake handoff, and then you run the opposite way. Yeah, mm-hmm. The At, counter. The counter, maybe yeah, that's yeah, it. But yeah. all I'm saying is you have, because of a guy who's as big and, and just like you need multiple guys to tackle him mm-hmm. as Ingram, you set up this situation where it's a foot race. Yeah. yeah. I want Lamar in a foot race against your linebacker. Mm-hmm. Right, fair enough. That's what I, I don't – two guys, you're going to stop them. But if it's one guy, if it's your middle linebacker that's scrambling to ch- chase him down, there's no way. You're going to catch yeah. him. You, and then you have him against some corners, and look, that's going to be a fun – And that's yeah. always been my easy, like – that's always been my easy, like, Super Bowl playoff pick. Can you run the ball? Can you stop the ball? The Ravens yeah. do that very well. That's why they're always good in the playoffs. And they're always good. Huh. Yeah, they always have a good cold, defense. Huh. Once that pretty offense ain't as pretty, people have seen it for 19 Everybody's weeks Everybody's locked or in. We know Everybody what plays you're going to do. Yeah. We, know, we know everything's going to happen. It's a battle of attrition. Because yeah. real talk, that's what it is. It's like the the def- in the playoffs, the defense knows every play you're going to do. Mm-hmm. They've looked at every single play, every yeah. single running play, every single passing play. Yeah. They know the play. Yeah. Or they know when you're lined up like this, it could be three different things. Mm-hmm. So they know the play. But they don't know. You can't teach stopping 240 pounds running straight down. No. Also, to in the cold in to December. The, to the earlier <laughs> discussion, when assholes get tight, you know what that affects? Offense. If I'm playing basketball and my asshole gets tight, it doesn't affect me on defense. Mm-hmm. It affects mm. my jumper. It yeah. affects my ability to throw pinpoint accuracy. It affects my ability can make to catch. You guard a little harder. Yeah. Like run a little harder. But that it doesn't affect tackling defense. You know? I just yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. tackle. This is yeah. it. There is for no for corners. That, we, uh, like yeah. you said earlier, yes, it does. But if you're if you're a linebacker and a guy's running at you, yeah. and you just have to wrap your arms around him, mm-hmm. my yeah. asshole could be open or close. Yeah, I'm still so gonna mad. be able to wrap my it arms around. Instinct, read and react. Let's go. Fun time. It's man. good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back. I love it. All the Europeans watching, like, why do they give so much of a fuck about <laughs> football? But you got to admit, part of you is like, I want to get into it. They really it's the own best. The, it's a fun sport. You can't. They the, own I think the a biggest the week. problem of like <laughs> so of like understanding football for people who didn't grow up with it is you have to understand the supply of it. Mm-hmm. Right. We only get. 16 games. It's a yeah. relatively short season compared oh, no, no. to all the major sports. It is the shortest. Yeah. Yeah, There's yeah, 16. It, it, you have to look at it similar to people who watch Formula One. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like, it's this is a big event. It happens. And then we don't get it for another right. month or week yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. We have 16 of these. That's all. There is. It is the playoffs. The second the season starts, yeah. you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So every game matters. Every season is different. Like Barcelona is going to make it to the finals every single year. Yeah. Manchester United, or whatever the fuck, is going to make it every single year. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Bayern Munich is going to make it every single year. We don't know who the fuck outside of the Patriots yeah. is going to make it to the at least playoffs you yeah. can, every single we've year. We've seen it. Like the the reason why the NFL is so intriguing is that like when a new season starts, every team legitimately has a shot to turn it around. And yeah. then halfway through the season. Every team legitimately yeah. has a shot Still, to turn yeah. it around. It, it, it is a wild sport that I completely understand you might not get if you did not have like a history or pedigree with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to make it uh, digestible for them. And um, it'd be really cool to see like Europeans, for whatever reason, get this weird affinity yeah, yeah, for yeah. football. It'll happen. No, because real talk, it is the easiest sport to travel in a lot of ways. Like, Basketball, playing a game in London, then playing the next two yeah. days later in America mm-hmm. will kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on a bye week. 
where you already have the week off. Your next game is in London. Yeah. Or your or your next game is a Thursday mm-hmm. in London. Now you've had enough game days right, to acclimate. Nine days off. Right? It's like, it. oh, shit. You could easily play in Spain. Well, you the, could easily play in Germany. The NFL is going to take a team to London, they're saying. They, oh, yeah. And they should. Yeah, I Absolutely. think Mexico City makes a lot more sense, but mm. and it does. Yeah, but they you they know, that's why they do the two three games in London every year. They're just trying to introduce the idea of football to them, and yeah. apparently they love it. Yeah. They're like into not it. Every person in London gives a fuck, but it's it's big enough out and there. Even, that it dude, if you think that our tailgates are crazy, yeah. once you get these <laughs> soccer fans the into fucking football, dog, and they're like, "Wait, it's all right to fight? <laughs> 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 you want it?" <laughs> Gosh, even like non-Londoners, like I love waking up at like eight a.m. on the East Coast, and there's a whole football game like going oh, on. Like, oh yeah, and then they play that, and then there's you know, the regular one o'clock slate. It's it's fucking awesome. Anyway, um, I'm, look, I'm sure we could talk football all day. We have some other stuff that we want to get into, but before we do that, we got to pay somebody's bills, man. Mm-hmm. We got to shout out to the GOAT sponsor, Blue yeah, Chew, man. You already know it's Blue Chew. For all the new listeners out here, get your dicks hard, okay? <laughs> Stop playing no fucking games. Stop giving your girl that lazy dick, that sloppy dick, that rainbow dick. Bending all over the place, right. nah. Ah, you bend over, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where is that? That Skittles dick. Oh That's fucking what? Skittles dick, bro. Stop that shit, okay? You got to get rock hard. You got to get blue chew, all right? It's not a game. You go out there. It's got the same active ingredient that's in um, Cialis and Viagra, FDA approved, all the good stuff. They're mailing it right to your door, and you know what? It's free. All you need to do is $5 shipping. And it's free. That's right. They're going to let you try it for free. They're going to let you give your girl the night of her life for free. They're going to let your boyfriend give you the night of your life for free. All you got to do is sign it up. Everything's done online. You don't got to go to the doctor. None of these weird pharmacy visits. You're on a big line. You're asking for some pills and shit. And everybody else behind you knows what the fuck it is. None of that. Okay? <laughs> this is what you do. You order it online. They send it to your house. And you dick down. You dick down. Okay? Flagrant. That's the promo code. That's what gets you your first shipment free. F-L-A-G-R-A-N-T. $5 shipping, all you pay. And that's bluechew.com. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-U C-H-E-U dot com. Promo code flagrant. Try it free. Try it now. Join the army. If you don't believe it, just ask the people. Just ask the other assholes who have tried it. Just ask their girlfriends who are still smiling and walking funny today. That's what you got to do. Bluechew.com. Now let's get back to the show. Um, if you want to travel to a place where you won't need any boner pills, because uh, you'll be hard the entire time. Really? It's like that. Just go to Russia. Speak for yourself. <sighs> what are you talking about? No. No, tell tell us. I want to hear you lie because I'll call you out right now. <laughs> I'll call you out right now. Go. I'll call you out right now. I want to hear all about no, 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 this. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Go, uh, go, 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 go. I'll call you out right now. Call you out right now. I'll call you out right reasons. What do you mean? Some. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe I heard they have insatiable appetites where you might need a blue chew to go multiple rounds. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to try to yeah, act like no. they weren't fine bitches in, no, in no, Russia. No, no, no. Um, maybe. You might. Okay, so 
We went to. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe the best part about this podcast is, is Alex can react to absolutely everything, and nobody <laughs> sees him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can just see what the fuck he's getting at, and nobody else so, can. And it's hilarious. If you need to go multiple rounds, which you might have to do because they have an insatiable, ap- insatiable appetite for uh, dicks of different color, you might need <laughs> you might need some blue chew. Is okay. that is that because it's the only happiness they got? <laughs> Let me tell you something. We're gonna get into. Ooh, let's get into. We're gonna get into whole country. It's just a. I went to Russia. Alex and Mark have come with me. They have a comedy festival, the Punchline Fest, that they've been doing. Mm-hmm. And um, a greater conversation about about this is the conversation of comedy, and we can get to that in a little bit later. Now we'll just talk about the city of Russia. But this amazing festival. This guy Al in Volvo Moscow? in Moscow, Russia. And Ksenia and uh, other people are helping them. Are putting it on. They have a comedy club out there. It's a beautiful fucking comedy club, man. And uh, they're just they're obsessed with comedy. They had an interpreter happening live. That's crazy. So some people would have the headphones on, like in the UN, mm. and uh, it was just an unreal experience to go there. Um, not only, and and we'll get into the comedy aspect of it later, but comedy is something really happening there. They have. We went to a bar show the night before as part of the festival that was. You've heard of the Kill Tony podcast with Tony yeah. Hib- Hinchcliffe, yes. Brian Redpan, and these guys. They had the Russian Kill Tony there. They had <laughs> Russian roast battle. Wow. They are they are creating comedy uh, just like we're doing in the States, and this is happening all around the world, and it is such an amazing thing to see. And that's and we'll get into that about comedy is really new hip-hop later. I was about to say, yeah. is it like how Asians love hip-hop, the way Russians well, yeah, dude, take it, comedy? We'll, we'll get into, yeah, I want to get into that. Yeah. It's is, it is its own, please. But I first want to talk about these bitches out here because they were fucking, <laughs> they were fucking, um, okay, this is, let me just, <laughs> Let me put, Alex is grabbing his hip right now. That's not his hip. So here's the thing. When I, when we talk about attractive women, right? So it's like uh this is this is something just to put in perspective the attractiveness of the women in Russia. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, they're not all what you might think of right now as just blonde haired, blue eyed Russian mm-hmm. women. That's not what I thought. Okay, good. So uh Russia is actually very diverse. It's just diverse with their shit. We have this idea of diversity that is black and white and then the things that happen in between when you mix black and white. Okay. Right? So you have black, you have white, and then you have like Latin Americans and then there's a little Native American in there. And then you could sprinkle a few Asians, but you're not really in like the cultural idea as much. You're like- Sprinkles, if you will, yeah. right? There's flavors of ice cream, and then there are sprinkles, <laughs> Indians, Asians, these types of things. Okay. So Russia is such a massive like geographical space that like the whole right side of it, they all look Chinese. That's what I thought, yeah. You're right, 100%, because it's Asia. Yeah. They're all fucking Korean looking, okay. right? And then you have a... They're not, they are the Muslim version. A lot of the Asian looking ones are Muslim. And then you have like the Muslim guys where they look kind of Muslim, but they're like white Muslim. The What's best... a white Muslim look like? Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the people where like. On two levels. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these are the people where it's like Khabib. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. The I way I describe it is like, you know, like a, like you get like a new uh, a sneaker, like a new Air Force One, and then, you know, you wear it for like a month. 
that's them. It's like they're white. But like something has happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's got some character. They've been worn in a bit. There's some creases. They've seen some action. They've seen some action. Literally. You know what I mean? Like a lot of prayer. So, so they're, they're those white guys, right? And they're from like Azerbaijan, like Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, like all these types of people, and they're all like kind of like mixed. There's like the Chechen component, right? Okay. And these people are like from the Caucasus Mountains, right? They call them Caucasians. Mm-hmm. They also call them. Black. Okay. Okay. So Explain their <laughs> Caucasians <laughs> are black. black. So they have. All right. You just call non-white people black there, basically. Okay. So, but how hilarious is it that <laughs> their Caucasians are also called yeah. black, but they're only called Caucasians because they're from the Caucasus, Caucasus Mountains. Mountains? The right. fact that we call so Amer- it's like calling Steve Nash African. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because he's from he's South, from South Africa. Africa. Yes. But those oh, are the people that are okay. actually from the mm. Caucasus Mountain region. Got it. Okay. Right? So it's kind of weird why we even call Caucasians Caucasians Caucasoid? in America. It was three races, apparently. It was Caucasoid, oh, Caucasoid Mongoloid. Negroid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't want to say it. You can say Negroid. Dude. Negroid is the final boss in Metroid. You got to play that video game as a kid. So. So uh, okay, so basically, so the, so Caucasian we misuse. We should just use yeah. Caucasoid, but it's Caucasian. Okay, so within that, there's there's all this diversity. You'll see like Chinese looking chicks that are 100 percent like Russian act, Russian like just are, right? And all these different people. So it is diverse, just not in our sensibility of diversity. But when we were walking around Moscow, and I can't speak for outside the big city, mm-hmm. but I felt like I was seeing a lot of different types of people, yeah. just their types. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, We only saw 20 black people the whole time. Okay. We, and we counted? counted. Yeah, we yeah, counted. we had a bet going. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alex won record? the bet. I won. Well, the, you were in like the, the main city. of you were in Moscow, Yeah, yeah, right? Moscow's main oh, okay. city. 12 million people. So we saw 20 and about five of them were at the airport leaving. So I almost won. <laughs> I was 25. Uh, Alex said 20. Mark said 15. Okay. And Mark kind of won because it was just an aggregate of all the blacks at the airport. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But A lot of them could have been laying over. Possible. Yeah. yeah. Possible. Doubtful. Where would they go? <laughs> that you're laying over in Moscow. Like, if a black person is in Russia, it's Moscow. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, it's not checking out Siberia for the heights. You know what I mean? so, so we're there. And in the airport, just to put a perspective on how beautiful the women are, right? In the airport, we're leaving, and we see this digital ad with Margot Robbie. You're familiar with the actress yes. Margot Robbie. Baddest white bitch in the game. Right, yeah. baddest white bitch in the game. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. looking at this <laughs> ad of Margot Robbie. And I stop, and I look at the ad. And... I'm not bullshitting you when I say this. It looked it looked like they made a mistake. After being in Russia for four days, we were looking at Margot Robbie like, why would they put a five oh. in an advertisement for a major fashion brand? She looked, and this is Margot Robbie, wow. who I've watched The Wolf of Wall Street. I've yes. watched her in, and I was like, Ain't nobody better than Margot Robbie. Yeah, it's a, it's First a, time I saw a movie, I'm like, this is the baddest that's white a woman. Problem. She is, she's a dime, right? Yeah, In my yeah. whole life, I thought she's 100% dime. And I'm telling you the distortion that you experience <laughs> when you're in Russia. It's crazy. You, the distortion that you experience is when we looked at and that all ad. three of you felt What did I say way? to you? What did I say to you when um, I bumped you? What did I say to you? You said that exact thing, and immediately I agreed. Like, wow. it, was, it blew my mind, and it's like, now I think I'm fucked up. <laughs> Son, it will come back. 
it will come back. It will. It's like spicy food. It's like you eat. You're in Mexico City for three weeks. You're like, oh, I can eat spicy. Then you go off of it for a while, and then you can barely have Cholula. Like it's this is part of it, right? But the thing is this: you have when when you say see bad bitches like. When I mean bad bitches, I, I mean like like we have beautiful women in New York, and sometimes you'll see one of these beautiful models and that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, New right? York has got beautiful, beautiful, women. stunning, beautiful women, right? Mm-hmm. But it's rare you see them as if they were like literally taken from the Instagram page. Okay, does that you know what I mean by mm-hmm. that? Like yeah. you'll yeah. see bitches there. They got the filters on, walking sun, around, yes. walking around yes, with it. the filter. I'm surprised we didn't see no fucking bunny ears on these bitches, bro. <laughs> I'm talking that about exactly lipstick, everything yeah. done. And it was literally as if somebody put their fingers in, into an Instagram photo and pulled them out and yeah. then just placed them on the streets. It was like the Russia. first time I went to DR. Like the first time I went to DR and I yeah. felt like every, well, in the, in the city, every woman looked like a video girl. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so like Margot Robbie's kind of like the baseline of hotness in Russia or was it just like regular? Son, she was just a- she's she'd like be a five or six. No, 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 no. Let me clarify. Look, let me clarify. Now, no compared. I know what you're saying yeah. and I agree with you. It, like we are not saying Margot Robbie's a five or six. As a fucking stunningly beautiful woman. Yeah. What she is is common in Russia. Got it. it. It is not uncommon. Like to put in perspective the attractiveness. <sighs> You'd see hot chicks like that you shouldn't see walking around the street just walking. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. like it's just random. Mm. Like, you, yeah, you go to One Oak or you go to one of these clubs and you're going to find a few of these. Because they're supposed girl, to be there. Because they're supposed to be there because they paid to be there. I'm talking about just going to get lemonades. Yeah. Like, it's just, it was whatever. So stunning. And we're not talking about just blonde hair, blue eyes, right? We're talking about black, jet black hair, piercing blue eyes like a husky. <laughs> like, Odd. Mm-hmm. Like if someone could turn Elvis into a bad bitch. <laughs> what? Yes. What? I don't know why your brain went there, but all right. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only thing I could only thing I could think about black hair and blue eyes, right? Okay. It was but then like a like a little Asian y looking, right? <laughs> Arabic looking a little like son. The shit was real. Oh my okay. god. Okay. And all of them done up. All of them done up. Ain't no fucking lazy like American they shit. Where like leave the house without you know where the fire. girls in America are like bad, so they do this thing where like I'm gonna shave half my head and show you that I'm not all about my body. You're walking like, around in Hollywood. I'm more important. Like, stupid ass hoes. Stupid ass <laughs> shit. Fuck like, here. like you know this where they like embrace like the ugly thing as a way to like push you back know, against society's you know objectifications. You know like Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya like purposely ugly uglies herself and shit. Like <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Like, but Grow if up, she, it, yeah, if she if she puts herself together, she's a baddie. Yep. Yeah, it's that. Same thing with the girl from like do that. Blackish. I think she does that too. Grows her unibrow uh, and shit. None bit? of that Frida Kahlo ass shit yeah. where you like try to make yourself ugly to make a statement. Yeah. These bitches are out here trying to get married, Stunners. trying to get made. Stop okay. appropriating ugly bitch culture. Yes. <laughs> but you know how mad I'd be if I was an ugly bitch. You ain't you ain't paying for all your drinks, are you like me, bitch? So they out there. They are out there, bro. Oh my god. So, so you out there, finest mm-hmm. of the fine. Okay. Um, just wild experience. Like like Sweden, you see some. I, I didn't think it could be better than Sweden. I haven't been to Brazil, but I didn't think there could be like a white chick place that was better than Sweden. Mm. But I found it. Wow. Elite white woman in Sweden and Russia. I could see that. Yeah, and it's more elite in, in Russia. It yeah. just is. And and the reason it is not even Australia. More I thought Australia had bad white chicks. No? It's it's you ever look at like Russian like chicks and you're like, 
why their fucking cheekbones so high? Mm -hmm. Like, white girls usually ain't built like that with these high-ass cheekbones. Well, I'll tell you why. Who has high cheekbones? Asians. Yeah. Um, they in there. Yeah. They in there on the low. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like they it's, it's like they took the best though. versions of both. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And like put them together. Now you see some weird looking motherfucker. Bro, we saw yeah. sometimes sometimes seen, the mix doesn't really I seen this Asian <laughs> bitch built like a blowfish. Bro, this girl <laughs> it looked Joe like Kim. she was taking a deep ass breath, bro. She was like this. Her stomach was out crazy. Remember that yeah. one girl? Son, on low key, you know how like sometimes you see Asians waddle when they walk? Yeah. It looked like they gave birth to her. Because this girl's head was so fucking big. The ability to get it out of there is going to fuck you up for the rest of your life, bro. Jesus it Christ. was insane. I'm wrong? No, no, no. It's a couple no of Joe Kim Noah mixes. Not every single one oh, man. is going to be is gonna be perfect. But I feel like Magikarp. Son. Pokemon joke. <laughs> the what? <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I so, was before our time. So, <laughs> so, so we're there. Beautiful, obviously beautiful. The The first thing you assume, right, when you're in Russia uh, as an American is, like you said, like no sense of humor, very grim, mm -hmm. you know, not very happy. Very serious. Yeah, very serious, very yeah. serious people. And we were driving back from the airport. This guy, Volvo, picked us up at the airport. He's part of the festival and owns the club and comic out there as well. And um, I, was just, I was just asking him some things and I was like, you know, like, so what is your take on the whole, you know, like Putin thing? Like, how do you, and he was like, he goes, um, you know, honestly, um, I do not know enough information to say. So I don't, you know, I, I don't, it's, it's very nuanced. These things are very nuanced. There's a lot more. So I cannot say exactly, you know. And, and my first reaction was like, wow, that's such like a poignant answer. Like Americans, you just ask us Maybe any. Maybe having opinions and don't know shit. Yes. How you feel about pears? Who the fuck eats pears? <laughs> Rick Ross? Why the fuck you eat pears? You know what I mean? Like we just, anything will tell you. Yeah. And then I asked another person a question later. And I was like, what do you feel about this? Oh, shit. Now you want to it. I got you. So I was like, what do you feel? And he goes, uh, this problem with these things is very specific. You need, the knowledge you need to know is very specific. So I cannot give an exact answer because mm -hmm. I don't know nothing. It's very nuanced information. And I kept kind of getting this answer. And I was like, oh, they're worried that they'll be killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freedom so, of opinions. So we got freedom of opinions over here. Yes. So there is no cost Damn. to our crazy hot take. Yeah, Russia yeah. doesn't have hot takes. No. Right. So everything it's like, there is fucking cold. <laughs> so 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 okay. So and it's a twofold thing where it's like. For 90 years, it's it's ingrained in them. And I spoke to this guy, Al, on the on the podcast I did with him and Vovo, and I was asking about that. And he goes, you have to understand, for 90 years, if there was somebody that was just kind of like smiling or like going about their day or like seemingly in a good mood, people were curious as to why. And they were like, just kill that motherfucker. Oh, shit. He might be trying to plan a revolt. He wow. might be trying to – like, what are you up to? What's going on with you? If you said something against the dictatorship, just get him. It was easier to kill. Wow. 30 years ago – they're killing each other in the streets in Moscow. Like so it's crazy how fast that how much has been Most overcome since them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, and now they're not doing that anymore. But just to clarify, it's like this is where they're coming from. So people are still on edge, mm -hmm. right? Like it's still a little bit of a. Can I say that? And that's where comedy comes into play. Yeah, comedy's important in those places. Yes. Because Oscar Wilde said, "If you want to tell someone the truth, make them laugh. Because if yeah. you don't, they'll kill you." Yeah. And comedy in Russia and so many of these other places in the world, in India, yep. in 
Romania, Bulgaria, all these fucking places. Singapore, we Singapore, Singapore Malaysia, Malaysia. Uh, South America has become this perfect outlet because mm. you can say how you feel about the world and people won't take you seriously because yeah. you're joking around. Yeah. In medieval kingdoms, the only person that could make fun of the king was a jester. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right, so did. Did you get some Russian jokes off? Oh, yeah, yeah oh, dude. He got <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. the first joke I told was at this, uh, I did Kill Tony, and they just yeah. they just said my name that I'm coming up stage. I didn't say I was going to go on or anything, but they were just yeah. like, and I was like, all right, fuck it. And the joke I did was about Putin. And um, I'll kind of tell you guys the joke now. It's uh, Are you guys familiar with uh, Catherine the Horsefucker or Catherine the Great? She was a uh, Russian a queen that actually died from uh, getting fucked by a horse. But oh, wow. they would call her Catherine the Great and Catherine the Horse Fuck. She was into like getting gotcha. fucked by horses. Oh, yeah. And um, I basically said, uh, remember when that picture came out with uh, Vladimir Putin with his shirt off on a horse? And I was like, I didn't think that that was silly. I thought it was progress. That's funny. Right? Like, <laughs> you guys went from being under the horse to being on yeah. top of it, right? Yeah. Just a little joke, but I needed to be like, I want, I'll go at Putin. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I'll be honest, when I said Putin at the show, and I did it with an interpreter, like, I said a line, then he would translate. When I said Putin, silent. Yeah. You th- like, in America, if, I, if you go up and you're like, all right. Blah, blah, blah. But you're also- Epstein. You, you went at Putin strategically. You weren't going at Putin. You were saying, progress. Right. Mm. Now, the initial gr- the initial joke was was the other way, but I thought the funniest version of the joke was to be like, now you're not fucking horses. You're just on top of them, blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about the guy you're not supposed to yeah. talk yeah, about, you 100%. know? And so, um, and then I had some other bits. We'll put them out and dropping in where I'm talking about just, you know, Russian culture and just like a little history and that kind of stuff. But I had a few bits that we'll put out. And, um, you know, one about Chernobyl, which was kind of fun. And like. Yeah, I heard about Yeah. F.A. told me that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a couple about Chernobyl and then it was good. There's there was good. Yeah, yeah. F.A. had a good. <laughs> F.A. had a really good idea. And, um, and he goes. Uh, and basically, so we're there. We're doing, you know, we're doing like stand up and. and it, it was cool. It was great to see them all do it. And the people have a sense of humor. English is still a barrier. Mm-hmm. Like I spoke way slower than I would normally speak. But there are people that speak English and they fucking love it. And they come out and they want it. And you have all these comics that are like doing this comedy. And it's that's where it becomes hip hop. Hip hop was this voice for the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason the world gravitated towards hip hop. just the voice of the underdogs. It was built because of underdogs. Of the underdogs yeah. So yeah, here's yeah, the problem yeah. with hip hop. Not underdogs. It's not, under, it's not no, underground. Not though. only that, the problem with hip hop is you can't come in. This is our thing. Uh-huh. Black people were so protective of hip hop that you ostracize those that weren't look, that don't look like you and they're never fully accepted. Right. And because of that, I think comedy can actually be in a way more effective because as long as you're on stage, you're a comic. Mm. There's no, but you're not, you know, Greek and technically I mean, it's, Greek it's, people it's, invented jokes. And it's, it's, it, there's, there's little, you know, nuances there. Like with hip hop, there's definitely similarities as far as like, oh, you're not there. But like you had to be super fucking nice. Like if you weren't somebody, like if you were Eminem. Like, of course, Eminem had to deal with years and years of, like, oh, you get this country white boy the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Before he got over there, it was like, all right, well, he's really fucking nice and was just destroying people. Before it was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll let this motherfucker in. Sure, and every time Eminem that, drops an album, there's some think piece about how, like, 
He's not that good. He's only there because he's white. He's, and he's, he's, he's one of the greatest Whatever. to ever. In fairness to Kaz, there's going to be think pieces about every comic that yeah. comes out too. Sure. But also, I don't think he was knock. I don't think Andrew was knocking rap as much as saying comedy could have the potential to be even bigger because there's no. Yeah. We are looking, and I get why hip hop looks out for its yeah. own. But comedy didn't start on a racial level. It didn't exactly. start from. Gotcha. Right. This group of people. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing will like be this. bigger than music. What I'm saying is it is more relatable because yes. it's it's ideas. Gotcha. That's fair. Right? Okay, it makes sense. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but the way that hip hop just consumed the world in Asia, in Germany, in Russia, like, dude, we heard a fire Russian hip hop song. You remember that shit out? Like, this I shit. brought that shit back. This yeah. shit was fire. <laughs> and like. So I saw a hip hop show in Mumbai when I was in India. Yeah. Dude, there's a big uh, uh, Indian hip hop guy hip-hop that just scene did a, that's like really popping up now. No. And the and guy I, just did a thing with Nas. Yeah, Nas, Nas was like um, heavily featured in this movie about rap in yeah. India. And I saw a That's show, and one of these guy, kids bro. was fucking nice, dog, dressed like a chai walla, just out there blowing. <laughs> That's a, a couple that... of them are really into the hip hop culture and like dressed like it, swagged out. Yeah. But this guy just came up in fucking sandals <laughs> and cargo pants from Body 1998. Yeah. They, somebody sold them for a quarter or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he just fucking reeled it, it, dog. But that's the thing. So it's like it, it, in a time where you can't say anything, the ability to say something is always powerful, yeah. right? So, like, comedy is is on the rise now in America, right? Because we're at a peak political correctness. Mm-hmm. A pendulum swing back. Right. So, comedy is exploding because it's like, finally, the guys that can say something, and they can say it because we're making you laugh. Mm-hmm. We're not just making statements. Hey, we're making you laugh. The whole world is 10 times more uh, restrictive in what you can say. It might not be PC. You might be able to make women, jokes about women. Mm-hmm. You might be able to make jokes about different races, mm-hmm. but try making fun of the government. Yeah. Try making fun. There are different levels to PC. Mm-hmm. If you make fun of the emperor in Thailand, you might get Dead. killed. You yeah, will legitimately. <laughs> there was a yeah. comic that did it, I think, and they had to they had to protect him. They had to get him out of the stage in the back. Like he made fun of the money or something. It was on the money, mm-hmm. and the emperor was on the money, and they had to like. Get him out through the back door because oh the crowd God. that wanted to kill him. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's a little different, right? Yeah. But so throughout the world, comics are starting to take this and they're starting to run with it, right? And it's like this amazing thing that's fucking happening with comedy where the same thing happens in every different spot, right? It's six comics start a little scene. They're doing open mics. They're doing it at bars. And then they finally get some money together and they open up a club. This is happening in Romania. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, this guy named Sergio. That's how it's happened. It happened in fucking Malaysia, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you know what? In every different one, there's usually an American or English guy who's familiar with traditional comedy mm. that kind of breaks down the game to them, and he's like involved, mm. even if periphery. That happened in yeah. Crack House. I think it happened maybe a little bit in Romania. Definitely, there's a guy named uh, Steve who's helping guys out there in Russia, and they start to copy the American formats for the shows as they should yeah. run with it and what I realized is why and when I was in Russia why a lot of these guys have been gravitating towards me is that um, they can't put their comedy out on the traditional mediums yeah the networks and they saw me do it without our traditional networks mm-hmm. so they're like oh shit there is another way and yeah. they've leaned into YouTube and Instagram and, and seen the success yeah. that they've had with it. So it, it's it's so cool to see like that blueprint help comics not only here, yeah, but and like it, globally. You know what it is? You know what I think it is? I think the 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 medium is different, 
but the messaging and the 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 way of going about it isn't really that much different. It's always like when there's when the front door is closed, whatever that side door is for you is YouTube. It. For for rappers, it was fucking you know turntables and and you know all that type of shit. Yeah. SoundCloud, you know what I mean? Like it's always a back door to like okay, the traditional way isn't working. Some guy found a way that it works this way. Mm-hmm. We like this guy, you know. Like it's always something, especially when it comes to like creative arts and shit like that. Yeah, whatever that back door is, that side door is always gets more celebrated because it's like, oh shit, this guy found a different way to, to make it work. You know what I mean? Like no matter what. We will find a it way. Is, exactly. Especially in countries where that shit is like restricted. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's dope. It's it really is. Dope. It was so cool to see. And I know that this is happening all over. Mm. And I'm just so bullish on comedy just being the next huge global movement. Mm. It is going to be a thing. And I remember you saying this years ago, dog. You were like, yo, I, I love the PC thing now because we're not ready yet. But when we are, people will just be starting to get sick of it. And then that's when we're gonna be like primed oh, as comics. There. And that's this was um, this is like I remember this conversation ten years ago or whatever. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I oh, don't know, man. Oh, this shit. At the time, I was like, this shit seemed like it's here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And it was a minute. It was a minute. But now but it's I think ended. We're here. I and think without we're here. you can't have this without that. Mm-hmm. That's what I've come to realize about all the super PC stuff. As annoyed as I am by yeah. it, we need it. Yeah, because without them, people aren't looking for us. Flavor people... two isn't as successful if it isn't for a, a bunch of dude. Hundred percent. The the and I've said this to people who always they always <laughs> yeah. God bless short hair fat bitches. The 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 I always say this to people when they're asked like, oh, is it hard to be a comic right now? Is this like the worst time to be a comic? And I'm like, no, this is the best time. This is by far the best time to be a comic because this is where legends are made. The you know Lenny Bruce did not come up in a time where you could say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. He came yeah. up in a time where you couldn't. Richard Pryor did not come up in a time where you could say oh, whatever George you want. George Carlin doesn't have it a legendary bit called the seven words you can say on television. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. And that's that's Facts. that's why that's why the Chappelle shit was so funny to me when so many think pieces were coming out. Cause I'm like, yo, you really be on, you really want to be on that side of history that was like, you can't say that. That's not fun. like when in the history of anything, painting, music, comedy, sports, hip hop, whatever. Yeah, has censorship been the right that side? Censorship of was like the the cool thing to do. Like, <laughs> that's, that's never that's fucking a great happened. Point. So I was like, all right, you go and be that I'm censorship go is always the corn balls and yeah. what i realize is that like the second amendment which is you know freedom of no sorry the first amendment which is freedom of speech mm-hmm. right is always used as a tool for whatever you want to protect oh, right yeah. right so it's like you know censorship used to be this liberal uh sorry used to be this conservative argument right like mm-hmm. when rap music was popping around yeah. the conservatives and rock music was they they were both attacking uh morality and they were attacking god word and what did conservatives always love morality and god so what did conservatives stay with yeah. rock and rap music stop that you need to yeah. stop this yeah. rap music i don't, yeah. don't want to be those motherfuckers that was rocking with tipper gore and shit right <laughs> like, so real talk that's the type of people that you want to be with so like, now cool. now Right? People want to make jokes about trans, mm. LGBTQ women, right? Who are the people trying to censor? Non LGBTQ. The, li- the liberals. <laughs> the liberals yeah. who stand for women's agenda, mm. LGBTQ agenda, and trans agenda. So freedom of speech is not really freedom of speech for everybody. It's just, hey, don't talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the freedom of speech yeah, argument yeah. is hey no, you're talking about me that's always my thing it's like yeah. alright when is it okay to make fun of you then 
Like it's just never it's okay. It's never to make gonna fun be okay. Really? Yes, because they ain't got no bars, bro. They It's gonna take a fucking dope ass trans comedian to come in and just like shut shit down. So that's why I'm Hannah so Gatsby. shocked that when I when like <laughs> gay when Who? when gay dudes uh, trans. That's funny. <laughs> that, that's funny. But that's what's so shocking when like gay dudes get offended, uh, or like when you see like the blogs that like yeah. are like this is homophobic. It's like. Gay dudes got bars. Like you don't gotta come at you don't gotta protect gay dudes. Facts. Like gay, first of all, gay dudes will fight you because they've been fighting Bro, their whole life. Like, they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And two, they will snap on you. They w- I never met one gay dude that wasn't ready to fucking do, do the dozens Dog. or whatever. And to be I'll, honest, most of the jokes we give them, they've heard a thousand they've heard times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you can't tell ready, them? You can't tell a gay yeah. dude something that they haven't heard before. Yeah. But yo, the worst I've ever felt like our disses for gay guys geez. are usually just describing the most fun they have. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you get butt fucked. He's like, yes, yeah, on a good that is day. Great. <laughs> it's like, why would you be offended? Whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? How was the last night? time you got yeah. laid? God, I went to Purchase College, which is like a notoriously like gay, big gay community. Yeah, liberal arts college. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the worst I've ever felt is when a gay dude just snapped on my whole fucking outfit. Like, and I'm just like, and I had nothing to say bad. I don't know, I had no fashion. I was walking around in fucking dirty sweats and like beat up Jordans and shit. And he just fucking just roasted me. And I was just like. You think that's why black people are so homophobic? You got they it. They just come and they like, too sensitive about their outfits. I'm like, yo, you got it, brother. What can, I, what can you say back? Like, oh, yo, no, fashion police is responsible like it, for the gay, for the homophobia <laughs> in the black community. Real talk. Wow. Oh, my God. Anyway, it is a, it, it was a fucking pretty cool experience. Oh, Al, yeah. did you enjoy? Uh, yeah. Let's, let's, what was your favorite part? A couple more things about Russia we should talk about. Like, architecture was really dope. Yo. The, the way that men are just like put on this pedestal like everything is talk about that that uh, that was interesting so it's like we notice in the culture that everything there is just to please men like women are up. secondary and it's understood mm. like there was a girl i was talking to and she was like oh yeah i considered being a stripper and i was like oh that's not like looked down upon like it's not gonna be hard to find a mate or whatever it's like no 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 that my husband will then think I'm attractive. still very attractive mm. if I'm a stripper and guys want me. I must be so hot if I'm a stripper. Yeah, uh, like it, 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 so. Yeah, it, oh, they didn't understand me too. I'm <laughs> like they imagine. they have zero concept of what's the problem with me Jeez. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy my girl and me a ticket to Moscow right now. <laughs> <laughs> just learn something. <laughs> like in their culture, is like, oh yeah, that just comes along with it like you know yeah. you get Yo. put in a movie like okay you got to do something oh <laughs> son yeah it seemed like a fair it seemed like a fair trade-off yeah, yeah like a completely fair trade-off yeah that's how the other women actually felt yeah a hundred percent there's shit. like there's a reason why margot robbie doesn't complain about me too <laughs> because she still gets a trade yeah. yeah you know what i mean like there's a reason why all the me too chicks in hollywood are 50 yeah, yeah it always happens after the fact yeah it's like oh i can't trade anymore mm. well now this is offensive this yeah. is uh disrespectful but the uh, another interesting thing about Russia, right? Uh, most unique architecture I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. This okay. was fascinating. Um, okay, the streets, the major streets, are six lanes wide minimum. Mm-hmm. Six lanes minimum, right? Yeah, yeah. Six lanes wide minimum. Okay, super fucking wide, like highways in right. the city. Okay, uh, when you look at one of those streets, straight fucking lines. You could see from one side of the city to the next. In this massive city, mm-hmm. or at least to the horizon, bare right. minimum, right? The buildings are massive. The streets 
are massive. And I asked him about this, and I was like, God, why does everything feel so big? And he goes, oh, this is a Soviet design. I go, well, what do you mean by that? He goes, you're supposed to feel insignificant. You're supposed to feel like a cog in a machine. You're supposed to feel like an insect. You're supposed to feel like there's this thing that is way bigger than you. Mm. It is way more abundant than you, and you play a small role in it, and I'm telling you, you, you fucking feel, like it. feel it, bro. <laughs> it is a unique, because think about how urban design is, right? It's like there was a trade route that was very important in this city, and then people built shit around that trade route as Built close as they possibly could. Yeah. It is efficient. It is there. And then it sprouted, sprouted, sprouted. And then you have some suburbs and then that's how it is. Mm -hmm. This is strategically rebuilt so that it could have a different look. And everybody who went there felt like that for a fucking wow. reason. And I'm telling you, dude, two things became very evident to me when I was there, when we were looking at the architecture. Uh, one... There is nothing beautiful or memorable about efficiency. <laughs> Capitalism will not provide any beautiful art ever. Son, you need slaves for good architecture. You need slaves? <laughs> no, 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 no. First of all, slaves are all colors. In Russia, yeah. they oh, had okay. slaves right. too. Ooh. Yeah, that. As long as we're not. <laughs> no, no, no. Black people think slavery is just for them. It's like. Hey, I'm dude, American. Stop it's appropriating it. slavery. slavery. <laughs> I'm American. Son. Slavery's been a. Pretty, you know, pretty been. You weren't even here for mine. slavery. You got here like I don't the know, forty I, years ago. <laughs> so I'm just saying, <laughs> slavery has been like fucking McDonald's for black people when I was younger. All Still, right? you 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 timed that shit perfectly. You like sure did. left Africa <laughs> after. Yeah, I'm you, first generation too. So like, you got to America like, after slavery and left Africa before Ebola. If there's any <laughs> possible <laughs> way to time that shit better, I don't know if it is. So, but it was interesting yeah. because the um. The, the idea, it's not only slavery, it is the blank check, right? When you're in the Soviet oh, Union, yeah, yeah, yeah. the blank check is what creates, hey, you, you went to the Sistine Chapel. Yep. How was that? Amazing. Life-changing. Life-changing, unbelievable experience. Yeah. I, when you came back, you have a bit about it. This yeah. is great, too. But, but also just you talking about it, you were like... It changed my life, dude. I was like, oh, this is why people travel. Mm -hmm. And I never gave a fuck about traveling before then. But when you saw, you also said uh, Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal, same thing. You feel... You feel insignificant. Yeah. You feel insignificant. It's a wonder you feel, of the world. You are, it feels like you are looking at something so grand. It's almost like looking at God. Yeah, you can, like you, God you, had to have made this. You I'm can't believe humans. Yeah. It, this is, I mean, I'm looking at something so much greater than me. Mm. Greater than me, right? Yeah. And could you create something like that if it had no positive financial return in America? No, yeah. you couldn't. If you look at our most beautiful buildings, even in America, obviously cathedrals, I mean, you see these cathedrals all throughout Europe. They're just mm -hmm. gorgeous. Or like, you know, these even just churches, Orthodox don't churches. don't really have beautiful Statue architecture. Liberty, maybe Statue of Liberty, that. right? Didn't bring you anything, yeah. right? The French made it, but it was just a gift. There was no monetary gain. A skyscraper is marvelous in that it's so big. But, but to your point, it's just, we can get more offices in here. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it is efficient. It's yeah. Not made, yeah, it's made for efficiency. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and go. even you look at the Sears Tower, you're like, This shit is ugly. It's ugly. It's fucking right? ugly. No. You go to that fucking Sistine Chapel, you go to these ancient cathedrals, you go to that kind of stuff. Excuse me. You even go to like uh, the, the fucking, that bridge in London, London Bridge, I guess oh, it's called. Yeah. It's called London Bridge. Is it London Bridge? Yeah, or that, no, no, it's called. Victoria uh, Bridge or something like that. Some shit. It's Tower, the London Bridge Tower. is the song. Ta yeah. London oh, Tower. my bad. Tower Bridge. Tower, Tower Bridge, Tower Bridge whatever like that. Like these things, 
these things that like were made to be exquisite because there was an abundance of money or there wasn't a cost at all. Yeah. And there, there's these seven building called the Seven Sisters that apparently like Stalin made people build. He came back from Europe. He was like, yo, they're building shit in Europe. I want seven buildings like this. And there's just these massive structures that all look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You can never have that built unless yeah. you were just the dictator and you yeah. said, build Free me these labor. seven fucking buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then- I could either feed people or, or build, build this. Seven, and Let's they did build it. this. Because we want to show out to everybody else. I don't give a fuck about the people. Yeah. We'll kill 12 million. I'm nobody will know. <laughs> 12 million is light. Yeah. That's real shit. Dude, That's it was. a light Tuesday for them. It's, dude, dude, so many people. Isn't now. that how many Stalin killed? 12 million? No, 25. Oh, wow. Oof. I mean, during, in Russia, during World War II, 25 million people. Jesus Christ. Like, wow. and. Uh, I got to bring out some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, God forbid, I said, yeah, this is a priority. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, I, I, hey, it's okay. So Don't worry about it. Uh, Hope you liked your latte. Yeah, it was actually delicious. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. melted. I'm, I'm you still, got here 30 I'm minutes still, late. I'm still but uh, sorry, but uh, no, no. Roll, roll if, you, if you need to roll. I'm just uh, in a couple minutes. But uh, okay. So mm-hmm. there's this feeling, right? And um, I couldn't understand it, even though you had explained it to me. But the second I saw it, I was like, oh, that's what he was saying. About the yeah. Sistine Chapel. And you even look at museums in America, like these beautiful, fuck the Guggenheim and that kind yeah. of shit. That's mm. not taxpayer money. That's philanthropy. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. blank fucking check. Yeah, that's a good Make point. some stupid looking shit yeah. that will be remembered yeah. in and history. people died making that shit. And they were just like, get more people. <laughs> well, in, in Russia, yeah. Not, yeah. not the Guggenheim. That's why the Guggenheim, Guggenheim barely slaps. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody not enough people died. Ain't nobody died for it. that Brooklyn Bridge. Fucking amazing. <laughs> at Brooklyn Bridge. Dude, Giannis, shout to Giannis. He put his whole special out on YouTube. Go check out Giannis' YouTube show. Yeah, but he's one of out. his, uh, one of my favorite jokes that he puts out is uh, he talks about like um, why people uh, can't sleep now. Mm. And it's like, uh, you know, people have all this anxiety <laughs> of all this thing. He goes, uh, he goes, I'll tell you why you can't sleep because you didn't do anything all day. <laughs> you did nothing all day. That's yeah. why you can't sleep. He goes, ask your grandfather if he had problems sleeping. He'd be like, problem sleeping? No. I just went home and I passed right out because I was busy building the Brooklyn Bridge all day. <laughs> yeah, we lost 12 Irishmen. They just drowned. <laughs> I'm going to get some Z's in before we build it tomorrow Jesus again. Christ. So, oh God. it's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, Cass, be good, my man. Love you. Uh, Love you, dog. Peace. So, it's, uh, it, it was, it was a very cool, it was a very cool, unique experience. Um, yeah, it was just a very cool, unique experience, bro. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's so Al. dope. Al, what Al, you smirking at? Yeah. I'm wondering if Andrew's going to talk about other things towards the end of the trip. Al missed out on a pretty crazy experience. Yeah, yeah talk about it. <laughs> Al missed out on a pretty crazy we'll experience. <laughs> I saw some wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at, the, we're at the final show, and um, we're at the- you? F- I was tired. He was tired. He was asleep. <laughs> Yo, shut up. Yeah, I didn't say nothing. You said it. So at the final show, uh, we go to the roast battle, which is also like a uh, final party. We're just hanging out. And then one of the comics there, it's like one of the bigger comics in Russia. And uh, he was like, hey, um, I want to take you somewhere. <laughs> and this, is how he phrase, this is how he phrases it. He goes, hey, I want to take you somewhere. But um, I just want to let you know, uh, this is not the type of person I am. (laughs) (laughs) I go, say no more, I want to go there. (laughs) 
He goes, but just just trust me. This is not who I am as a person. This is just a really unique experience that you can only have here. So I want you to have it. But this is not who I am. Right. I go, okay. I go, where are we going? Is it safe? He goes, yeah, yeah, it's safe. Don't worry. Everything, everything's fine. You know, you're with me. Everything's, everything's fine. I go, okay. So we go. Getting this, uh, you know, un- unmarked or vehicle. I'm already scared. Concerns. I take Mark. It's me, Mark, him. And I take a couple other guys, journalists that was hanging out with me that weekend, um, and a few other comics. And we go. And we drive into this building. We go into the garage of a building. Terrified. We're inside the garage. We're downstairs. It's a moment where you're like, is this, is it a wrap? Like, what, am I going to get compromised? Like, yeah. is this where they bring me into the room and they say, hey, you work for us now? Like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, you know, what, what's happening? We drive. There's a wall in the garage. All of a sudden, the wall in the garage opens up. Holy fuck. We drive in and there are 40 naked women. No, 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 no. Stop clapping. You don't waste your claps. <laughs> there are 40 naked women jumping and screaming that we are there. Like, woo! Jumping up in the air. Titties are flying. Oh, they're butt naked. Jumping up there, screaming, woo! Like, scream. Like, it was this, it was as if, like, we had returned uh, home uh, with an NBA championship. That's what it felt like. I mean, yeah, you brought them new oxygen. So yeah. they've been trapped in that fucking wall for two yeah. days. Yeah. Facts, 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 facts. So, so basically, we're in there. And we go and we're like, they're just going crazy. Jumping up in the air. Titties fucking everywhere. I don't even know really what to do. <laughs> I get out of the car and I just try to play it cool and I just walk in the total wrong direction. I just walk past them all and then I have to walk back past them all, <laughs> right? We go into a VIP room, okay? Okay. We're in this VIP room that has a window that you can only see out of. Mm-hmm. They can't see in, but you can see out. So right. they're dancing on the floor. They're all in wedding gowns and these like white dresses. I mean, it's fucking hilarious, right? That you would put these stripper hoes yeah. in fucking yeah. wedding That's gowns. That's odd. So they're like dancing and they're doing ballet and some of them are like real fucking dancers and shit. And these are ridiculously beautiful Russian women. Stunning. Okay. Stunning. We're in this room. I asked to go to the bathroom. They go, oh, we have our own bathroom here. I open the door. There's a jacuzzi to my right. (laughs) Then to my left, there is a king-size bed. Wow. Then there is a bathroom. In the bathroom, multiple toothbrushes. You know, in case you want to eat some pussy. Yeah. And brush your teeth before you eat some more pussy. New toothbrushes, I assume. Oh, of course. Okay. Brand new toothbrushes. Everything is brand new. I go take my piss. I walk back. I'm like, what the hell is going on? We got the fruit cocktail here. We have everything that you could possibly want. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in, the pineapple. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The pineapple. You want the pineapple, of course. (laughs) You got to have the pineapple. (laughs) So we're hanging in there. They bring us some drinks. They bring us balloons filled with laughing gas. That's a big thing. Oh, yeah. They did that in Amsterdam a lot, too. Yeah, it's a big thing now. And I don't really like that shit. I hate that. Yeah, I'm not going to, but it's funny. It makes your voice low. It's kind of goofy. I don't really like that. 
we're just sitting down there. And then one of the comics goes, uh, so they want to do a little show for you guys. Is it cool if we do a little show? And I'm like, yeah, we can, you know, whatever. And, you know, we don't want to disrespect you guys, whatever you guys do. So some girls come in. Music changes. They start making out, eating each other's pussies. A candle gets taken. She's putting hot wax all over her tits, putting the candle in her butt a little bit. I'm like, it's a pretty cool show. I mean, I've seen things like this, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> they do this thing that was really nice at the end of the show. They make out at the end of the show. Not like these American strippers. Like when the song is done, it's done. Demeanor yeah. changes everything. The song finished, they kind of just laid there for a minute. They just like kissed a stayed little bit. Stayed in character. They stayed in fucking character. Yeah. You stay in character till you walk all the way off the stage. Commitment to the role. Commit. Commit. <laughs> They're yeah. committed. 100%. Okay? They go, we're eating some more things, and they're like, hey, there's another show if you guys would like. Do you want to see it? We're like, yeah, that'd be really <laughs> cool. I mean, the first one was kind of fun. This is, encore. This is nice. Yeah, we'll have an encore. Why not? Okay. All of a sudden, the waitress walks in the room, stops the music, presses play again, and then you just hear, do, do hoss, <laughs> do hoss, mish. Dude, whatever that fucking German yeah. song is. You know, that yeah, intense yeah. German song. I'm like, what is going on? Right. I'm like, this is going to be fucking good. Because t- Germans killed 25 million Russians. For them to even use any German music <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> this has got to be a really intense. Three girls come in. One girl is like the dominatrix of the other girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Takes both girls, throws them down in this circular bed, starts slapping their asses while they're making out with each other. They start eating each other's pussies. The other girl's slapping her asses. She brings out this double-ended dildo, right? She bites the middle of the double-ended dildo. There are two girls on Uh. either side, right? She starts face-fucking them onto the dildo. Wow. Right? Right? All this is choreography. It's not like they're bumbling around and moving. They've practiced this. It's beautiful. It's ballet. It's a a symphony. It's a symphony. It's a symphony of dick. It's a symphony of dick and pussy, for real. It felt like Step It Up or whatever that movie was. (laughs) Dude, it did. Dude, it did. Step It Up Ski. (laughs) Dude. So we're in there. Can you imagine that scene? Channing Tatum. Dogs. Thank God Channing wasn't there. All of a sudden, the two girls have the dildo in, in each other's mouths. <laughs> and they make the dildo disappear. They both deep throat the dildo wow. on each side until their lips touch. And then they're kissing with the dildo in the middle of their mouth. Wow. I am stunned. I'm just sitting there, shocked, observing. Not really aroused, just like perplexed by the physics of it. You know, like you're just seeing <laughs> these dildos disappear and then reappear. How do you even come up with that? What? That I that 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 move. This is what I admired so much about it. <laughs> they weren't above innovating it. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "This is what we do. We are going." They had the goat gene. They had the they goat had gene. The goat gene. They were going to innovate their art form and yep. get the fucking most out of that art form. One hundred percent. I could not believe it, Akash. They're going out of it. The two girls put the dildos in each other's pussies, and then the madam, like the the boss bitch one, is like pushing their butts together to like make them hit. They're all making out. I mean, it was it was a whole fucking thing. 
There was one more show. I didn't even remember what happened. I was so PTSD'd from like the first thing. <laughs> dude, it was unfucking real, oh my dude. God. It was unfucking real. And I'm in that room, and all I can think about is Trump definitely has a P tape. Because, oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I'm psychotic in like where I think I'm going to go in the business. Yeah. So the whole time I'm there, I'm going, I'm assuming I'm being filmed 100% of this time. Yeah. I'm assuming some government official is like, oh, he's making moves in, in stand-up. He's the guy, this, that, whatever like that. Like, as silly as it sounds, it's like, well, we don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he's going to be really big one day. Let's make sure we got some shit on him. Mm-hmm. And then he plays that whatever. So the whole time I'm there, I'm assuming that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing anything that I wouldn't be a hundred percent fine if this got out there. Right. I'm crazy like that. Yeah. I'm also 35. I've been in the game a little bit. You know what I mean? You're telling me some 24 year old is in fucking Russia, or or maybe Trump, like a young guy, is in fucking Russia, and they're throwing pussy at him. You could bang any of these chicks for a couple hundred bucks. You don't think that's going down? In a, in a unless you have plans on being president or yeah. plans on being a public figure, yeah, and are crazy, you got to have some wild shit. Now, I don't know if it's really a P tape. What I'm saying is, all these billionaire motherfuckers have done this shit. Yeah, all of it. Like it doesn't shock me at all that Epstein had an island with fucking. Now it sucks that those girls were underage. But it doesn't shock me at all that these billionaires were just going to the island to bang chicks. Of course, like this is what they do. Yeah. So. They got goat jeans. <laughs> oh, man. So Alex missed out on all that because he was tired. I, I actually don't feel I missed out. I would have been on edge the entire time. When you explain, like, even the lead up to getting there, the whole trip I was on edge. It wasn't until we got to the airport leaving when I finally when relaxed a little bit. you were like, that was a dope yeah. trip. Because I really felt this was something that was going to happen. And then I know how he fucking talks. And so I'm like, he's going to make the wrong joke to piss a motherfucker off and we're not coming back. So I was scared the whole time there. You would have calmed down. <laughs> they had a calming effect. Maybe with let me just tell you. Really, I thought it was pretty exciting. Much more of an excitement effect. <laughs> yeah, it was exciting and calming, but it was just it was a unique experience. Yeah. That like I got some good sleep though. I bet you did. Yeah. I just I just don't even think listen, you can have sex shows. There are sex shows. That's what we watched. You're not there for the sex show. You're there because it's anyone you want. And you're looking at dime. Like that wasn't a sex show. That was a sex performance. It was a performance. Yeah. It, it was, was a masterpiece. It was, it was a, a masterpiece. It was the Sistine Chapel of sex shows. <laughs> <laughs> right? Michelangelo. Michelangelo <laughs> could not have could not have recreated it. It what you do there is you go ham. Oh yeah. We didn't go ham. But I can see how motherfuckers that live that life, they live a very different existence than the rest of us. Yeah, man. Ain't no good coming from a place like that. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, you're talking about, you're just looking at dimes. And then it's like, life shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't be able to just look at dimes and then point and then fuck them. What happens to that? Like, shit gets weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, shit gets weird for human beings when you just go, you, done. Yeah, 100%. That's what fucks up actors. They never hear the word no. Yes. Just and, doesn't exist. And dictators. Oh, yeah. Like, actors and dictators, not that much different. Yeah. 
You know, dictators are a little smarter, probably. Yeah, actors are fucking idiots. But that's the, that's that's what fucks up a human being. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, <laughs> crazy time. Fun trip. Fun fucking trip. Fun trip. What but, was the craziest thing you saw, Alex? The craziest thing I saw? I don't know. Oh, and this is probably not that crazy, but two young kids, two like young beggars. No, this is yeah. Set up the story. Set up the story better. No. Um, you probably can set it up better. Yeah, you do. All right. Uh, Mark, right? Let me put you in a little situation oh, yeah, with Mark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Mark, we're in fucking Chicago, mm-hmm. right? A couple weeks ago, right? And this guy comes up to us. He's got one hand in his fucking pocket, right? He's got crumbs all over his fucking lips, and he's asking like directions or some shit. And Mark is like, so helpful. Let me take out my phone. Let me help you out. I'm like, how do you fucking not see what's about to go down? I didn't know if the guy had a weapon. I don't know what was going down. He didn't even clean his lips. Like, some yeah. shit is off with this yeah. guy. Do you know? Like, um, me and Drew saw it off rip. Yeah. And- You've been in New York long enough. Yeah. Nah, man, sorry. Like, I'm gonna, what I'm the out. fuck is wrong yeah. with you, Mark? Right? So we're in Russia, right? Coming back from a night uh, at this restaurant, a great meal, great food. Um, and these uh, these two kind of kids walk by us, then they kind of hover around and then start walking back in our direction. And Mark just goes, hey, um, hey those guys are kind of like hovering around and like now they're like walking this way. Is it, 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 you guys should check this out. And these kids walk up and they go, Spasiba, right? So I turn to the guy who speaks English from Russian. I'm like, what what are, they, what are they asking for? And Mark is like shitting his fucking pants right now. I look at him. I could see how fucking nervous this guy is. He's like moved back a little bit. You know what I mean? He's, he's like in his Birkenstocks, but he's like ready to just let those go and fucking run home if we need to. <laughs> right? And uh, all of a sudden I asked the translator and the translator goes, uh, oh, um, they, they want to read poetry for money? <laughs> Dude, Mark was afraid of some poets. Dude. <laughs> I couldn't oh, fucking man. believe it. <laughs> but it was it was a fascinating experience, man. And and one of the cool things about going abroad is it really puts in perspective what freedom is and like what oh, we have. Oh, one hundred percent, man. You always spoke about like uh, about uh, what uh, wealth. Yeah. Like. Yeah about going to India and how it really you see what poor is. Yeah. And like you've come from a family where you felt both wealthy yeah. and poor. Yeah. And, and then you found real poor. Real poor. Yeah. Not American poor. Yeah. And even America, I, I understand it got much poorer than me, but you still haven't seen this. This is poor poverty, yeah. poverty, poverty. And when we went to Russia, we did not see poverty, right? We were in Moscow. But we did see a poverty of freedom if you yeah. will. Oh, 100%. And and this guy Al spoke about it uh, really beautifully on this podcast. He was like you have to understand like Americans are taught that like freedom is is synonymous with America and that like you deserve freedom, you earned your freedom, and anybody tries to infringe on your freedom that's un-American. It is a right, not a privilege. We are taught that this is a right, which is completely invented. There's no such thing as freedom, right? We just invented yeah. it. And then he's like, "You fight wars for other people's freedom. Freedom is this core value. Yeah. And he goes, in Russia, they're just taught to love Russia. Mm. You fight for Russia. Right. You support Russia. Right. It is Mother Russia. Mm. Mother Russia is all of us. We right. support Russia. Right. There's no yeah. 
there's no like individualism. Freedom it, is an individual concept. Yes. It is my freedom. My freedom. And we have this concept and we fight with it and we really have believed the hype. We believe that we deserve it. Yeah. And if anybody tries to take it away from us, we're like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> that is allowed. Right. If you inhibit my freedom, yep. I may shoot you. Hey, I am free to have nobody in my house. Yeah. You have broken into my house. You can die. Yeah. Yeah. Part of my Sweden shit was just not experiencing that before. Like, yeah. the, the guy just kicking me out. And obviously, because I'm black, I like, you cannot what do the, that to me. What the me? fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. How dare <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. infringe on my freedom to be in a bar like yeah. anybody else? Yeah, yeah. I must punch you now. Yep. It is, <laughs> it is, uh, it is amazing and it's so beautiful. And I never, I never appreciated the beauty of that myth. That we have believed yeah. to be true. That's, I never thought of it as a myth, but yeah. Meaning like mm-hmm. it, it, the whole structure of our country protects yeah, it. Because once concept, you leave it, we created, the we concept. created yeah. this now concept. We live it. Like, we live it and yeah, believe we, we it. We bought in. And we all bought in and we don't question it even for a second. And we are fucking so lucky, man. Dude. Because the paranoia that you have, like- Knowing that, hey, I make this joke. Let's say I make that joke about about Putin, and let's say somebody finds out about it and gets upset, and they want to like detain me or something like that. Yeah. They could fucking it's do done. that. It's a rat. They a could rat. do it. Let's say we were at that uh, you know strip club, and then somebody found like, hey, he's a pretty influential guy on YouTube or something like that. We need we want to fucking compromise that guy or something like that. They could have fucking done it. And here, if they try to do that in America, we're like. Get your fucking hands off of me. Yeah. We say that to the cops. Yeah. We say to the cops, you say get that your yeah, fucking hands off of me. Fair. Not all of us. But yeah. some of us say it. Actually, that's not true. Nobody talks more shit to the cops than black people. Uh, Fam. Have you uh, ever seen? They were throwing water on the cops. Yeah, from a distance. <laughs> White people ain't throwing no fucking shit at the yeah, cops. Yeah, but you guys will get pulled over and you're like, why the fuck are you pulling me over? Because like, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is we all feel on some level yeah. we could talk shit. I remember when we did Singapore and Malaysia, I, they were talk, telling me about stuff you can't say on stage or yeah. like some comic was doing a show in Thailand and he put up like a funny picture of the Buddha or something like that and then he got 30 years of hard labor in prison. Like hard this labor. This motherfucker... First thing they say is like, oh, the only thing you shouldn't joke about is the Chech. Uh, like Chechnyan people. Chechnyan yeah. people. And first thing he's like, ooh, like I can see in his head. He's just. <laughs> Immediately. That's yeah. what we do. He's yeah. like, wait, I need some information on this. Like, <laughs> I want to like, he's just cooking it up. I'm like, please, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. I want to go. Every single comment on my Instagram, don't get locked up. Don't get locked up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. So but, it, but it was part of like, I think part of me was like, I got to show you that. You can joke around about these things. That's why I fuck with you, son. My brother. You, you ain't scared. You got to do it. And like, if I'm going there as this ambassador for comedy, I can't, I got to be consistent. Yo, you're right. But I was, my point was just there. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, we have freedom of speech. We have a lot of freedom. And the fact that we think we're oppressed, like, nah, we're not, man. Yeah. We ain't seen oppression. You say some negative shit about... Chrissy Teigen called Trump a pussy on Twitter yesterday. Son, it is crazy. Like, they would never think of saying that You shit. would get executed in Thailand. And we don't yeah. even think of Thailand as an oppressive country. Where it's Chrissy not. Teigen's from. Yo, you fucking <laughs> right, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yo, Chrissy will not talk that way about whatever. What is she, Thai? Is she Thai? I, she, I think she's Thai. Let's say she's Thai. She would never talk that way about her people's president. And guaranteed, her people's president is way worse than Trump. Yo, 100% First of all, he's an emperor. He's an emperor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's enough said. 
But it is a fascinating thing and a beautiful thing, this freedom thing. And like we should fuck and granted, you'll never be able to feel it until you've had these types of experiences yeah. that like we've been like so fucking fortunate enough to have. Like yeah. it's so fucking awesome that we get to have this shit. Son, thank you, dog. Man. Dude, thank this you. This is fucking amazing. Dude, son. thank Being you. Being able to see the world, this is fucking amazing. I don't I take mean, it for granted for a second. We're so lucky. Yeah. We're so fucking lucky. I, yeah. How I mean, how often do I say this? Yeah. <laughs> just about every time we fly, you have a, this one moment of like you just like reflecting on shit. It's yeah. like, wow, we're fucking lucky. How <laughs> lucky are we? What a life. Yeah. I can't tell you how often. I mean, it is awesome. I can't wait for Australia. Australia, I'm so People excited. Are how dope it's gonna be. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, There's whites. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would go back Not to Russia. Not these ambiguous though. whites like Russia either, dude. I, exactly. <laughs> we were like, you know, fucking white But like, but yeah, no, I would go back too. Yeah, I'd go back to Russia. It, it was, was pretty cool. I wanted to see more. Really? For really? more time, yeah. Like to really, really dude. I love. I'm like a big tourist when I go to any of these places yeah. that has. I want to see fucking everything, dude. One of the coolest things, Akash, and, and I hope that we get to do some dates like this. But we like, got that. But like. Doing dropping in, yeah, is so cool because it forces us. It's easy to like just get comfortable, stay at the hotel, sleep in, but it forces us to get out oh, there yep. and nah, look I'm at a shit. Dork, bro, I read the shit and the fucking inscriptions. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll go see the museum. Oh, I, I do love all it. that gay shit. Yeah, yeah. We, we just don't do any research. We just like get there. It's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. what are we gonna all do right, for we dropping? Yeah, you're right about that. So we just hop in the city. It's like, oh, we gotta find the shit to go. Yeah, we yeah. didn't go to museums, and my theory on museums is this. Is I find it I find that it's not gonna be that different a painting in person from uh on the internet. Unless it's something of size. I saw the Van Gogh Museum. Yeah. In the Netherlands. That was yeah. dope. I didn't think I'd give a fuck about Van Gogh. I don't I didn't give a fuck about art the majority of my life. Yeah, yeah. That was dope. And then they had come some called like the Rijksmuseum, which is like the yeah. Netherlands. And you might have known this. I didn't know any history of the Netherlands. Oh. I didn't know the Netherlands and Belgium were the same country. Yeah. And then there was like a civil war and they split. On some religious shit. I mean, we are, um, New York is founded by the Dutch, the Dutch East India Trading Company. They yeah. were the goats of their time. Goat slave owners. I don't know if they, I don't know I their slavery they were, thing. So the comic, uh, what's his name, Anton, he had a funny joke about how their number one export used to be slaves and now it's flowers. And it's just like a funny, like. Really? Yeah. Oh, they probably provided the ships for the triangle trade, slave trade or something like that. But like, they clearly were, the number one export of slaves was Africa. No, <laughs> number one, yeah, I guess like transport, whatever, yeah. But yeah. they were apparently the richest company, country, yeah, in the world. That yeah. company in particular was like, oh, yeah. there will never be anything that rich again ever. And such a small, yeah, right, like so unique that like a place that small would not try to expand. It wouldn't, yeah. And and now, quite globally insignificant, yeah. Not that they didn't have this effect culturally, but they're not making the fucking. I want to say they're not making the laws, and then I just realized, you know who makes the laws in the European Union? Yeah, that's the fucking Netherlands. Dude. Really? It's like a it's a, a group of people that right. like represent these places, but it happens in the Netherlands, so maybe. But that but was yeah. also enlightening, and this is just anybody if you can travel, travel. When yeah. I was in the Netherlands, I remember I was getting like two G internet. My internet was trash yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I was trying to upload a clip. I'm getting fucking stressed out. Yeah, yeah. And then I just walk outside. Motherfuckers are riding their bikes everywhere. They don't care, man. Yeah. They're just happy. There's flowers on every fucking corner. Yeah. They're eating great food. It's like, oh, this is also a different way to live that's yes. beautiful. Yes. And you just see every perspective. You Everywhere you go, you'll pick up something. Yes. It's. I'm curious to like, I'm curious to talk to people about that, like when that kicked in for them. 
because maybe America hasn't reached the, hey, life is important too right. phase. Right. Like maybe they reached that. Maybe they maybe they were in their hard work phase when they were shipping all the slaves and like maybe. running shit in terms of like global shipping and getting people to these different parts and like colonizing. Maybe that was their phase. And then maybe out of that they realized, wait, did we just spend our whole life working? Yeah, well, you know what I attribute it to? Socialism. If you're gonna get taxed that heavily, why would you work that hard? Of course, but I think socialism spawns from the extreme of capitalism. Like uh. like what do you see what's happening now, right? In America. Bernie. Right, but why is Bernie popular? Because uh, the gap is too big. Yeah, so it's like, Interesting. It, in my opinion, like the powers that be, the rich people, mm -hmm. you know they fucked up when socialism happens. Right. Because the rich people, what they're just trying to do is squeeze the poor as much as they can before they revolt. Right, 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 right. Right? And it's just like, and they're, they, they literally are having conversations where they're like, all right, they're getting a little upset. Let's give them something. Give them a little something, or let's yeah. you know inject some money here. Let's you know whatever. But in Europe, it was like they squeezed them too far, mm. and maybe war played part of that and these types of things. But eventually, they were like, "Nah, fuck that, yo! Like, let's enjoy life a little. We right. all got to be millionaires." Yeah. And I think in America, we're on this this the tip where we're like, we all got to be millionaires. Yeah. But there might be a future for us where it's like, yo, let's enjoy the family a little bit more. Interested to see it. Hey man, we got some cool national monuments, or we got some cool national uh, was that parks and shit. Yeah, let's go check out these parks. We yeah. might become Europe. Yeah, and then China might become the new America. We're gonna be capitalism. We're gonna grind yeah. so hard, and then we might look at China during that period and go, "Ugh, you idiots! Yeah, yeah you yeah. really think you're supposed to work hard your whole time? We went through that. You don't yeah. learn nothing. Yeah, and that wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, be interesting." Not in my dead body. I mean, I'll kill them all before they take over America. But maybe in future Americas, you know, what I, mean? I ain't letting the Chinese be number one, son. We number ah, one, baby. That's great. You ain't going to Dutch East India Trading Company, me? Yeah, we raised with it. It's in our blood. It's in our blood. But when we dead, yeah. Or maybe when we're like 80 and shit, where it don't matter. Maybe. Who fucking knows? Anyway, wild time. Thank you very much, Punchline Fest and uh, Australia. We excited we coming and thank you guys so much for listening. You got a long one today. We gave them a long one, huh? Al? Yeah. Two thirty. They deserved it. Wow. They deserved it. I wonder if we could, we should save that strip shit for the Patreon. Make a call after. All right, I, guys. I say keep it. Fuck it. Thank y'all. Peace. God bless.